listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. this down off the shelf here's some music serving you so use it papa's got a brand new funk get down party for your right let's get it on hey (laughs) welcome to the black guy with podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house for a very special uh edition of the black guy with podcast um it's the father's day tradition i guess at this point because um so the third year ain't it yeah i think it's the third time man return of the father part three yo the uh the the trilogy is complete <laughs> um, but uh it's it's my dad in the house with us um say what's up to everybody dad hey, what's up what's up deuces everyone everybody you know they say black fathers don't exist so um it's kind of like the black guy who tips they say black people that don't tip and black people don't father and stuff like that so we define the odds up in here today again yep yep <laughs> Three times in a row. Yeah. Now, uh, of course, the show is live, so uh, people on vocal and stuff, if you want to ask questions of my father and stuff, um, you can ask them live in the chat, um, and we'll we'll try to answer the ones that are appropriate. Um, and uh, also, uh, we have questions that we've gotten from people on Facebook and Twitter and different social medias where uh, they're basically, um, you know, 
just want to know what it takes to uh to raise someone like me or um you know to deal with us or whatever so um we're gonna do all that stuff um let me tell you first of all where you can find everything about the show go to the blackouttips.com um while you're there you can do a bunch of easy stuff you can uh sign up for you know subscribing and you get uh updates every time we post something new uh so this morning you would have got an update about our guest spots Mm mm-hmm that we did last week we were on um the operation cubicle podcast yes sir talking about cleanliness in the office yes and uh kind of clean people yeah and that that branched over to a conversation about uh working at wendy's and fast food and all kinds of stuff yes he did so you can check that out um karen uh you were on the podcast last week right you were on uh what, what, what podcast are you on I wonder, collected sh- discussion yes it's not out yet yes. yeah it'll be out next week and then also casual conversation yes that's out coming out soon so that'll also be out next week um but yeah check out the guest spots and stuff and uh you can see you know what we've been up to um you can also oh and i was on the long and late movie show talking about prometheus oh no talking about uh game of thrones aka dim thrones <laughs> As we like to call it um, in the in the uh, in the in the black Twitter realm. Um, so yeah, make sure you check out the guest spots and stuff, and we have more coming up. You can also join our Facebook page right there. We're over twenty seven hundred likes right now. Do it a big. Yeah, a lot of people like us um, and uh, continue to like us and uh, spread the word. You know, if you're on Facebook and you like us, tell people, hey, go check out my favorite podcast or second favorite or whatever we are i mean you listen to us so we must be in there somewhere you're in your rotation uh you can also do stuff like uh go to our store and buy all sorts of stuff like safe t-shirts or uh herman cain uh let herman cain cook uh aprons um you can do all kinds of stuff that to support the show uh every time you buy something in the store we make one dollar so it's not even like with price gouging guys nope. one dollar but then you also get something to you know to show your pride in the show man yes and keep showing us pictures we like the coffee mugs and the shot glasses yeah. we, we international and we ain't even there yet people yeah. all over the world buying stuff yeah this guy in germany bought a beer stein mm-hmm. um uh, we have people that uh, buy refrigerator magnets and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, it all helps spread the word about the show, guys. Um, and it always makes us uh, flattered because, you know, just a couple of niggas in this room, in the spare bedroom <laughs> with some microphones. So. <laughs> That's as far as this goes. So every time we achieve something, man, it's, it's kind of crazy uh, compared to, you know, what we're up against. And um, it also shows that uh, our audience matters and that, you know, People do want to hear about some blackness and some uh, comedy and stuff like that. They do. Um, you can also go to our Tumblr page. You can uh, donate to the show directly where you can either do one-time donations or recurring donations. We appreciate everybody that does that. All those people get a shout-out on the feedback show that we do weekly. They do. Every Saturday morning. And we're in here as long as it takes, Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, yep. we were in here three hours yesterday. <laughs> I was like, God, dog, People man. They love to talk to us. They <laughs> love their feedback. Well, yeah. We thank you. They well, they they was they was feedbacking, dog. It was it was long, but uh, we appreciate the people we do caring that much to make the show that long. I know, right? Um, you can also talk to the show. You can call us live seven zero four five five zero. I mean five five seven zero one eight six seven zero four five five seven. 0186. I uh, hope I said that right both times. Um, you can email the show, the blackout tips at gmail.com. Um, also, when you call us, you can leave a voicemail throughout the week or you can talk to us live during the feedback show. 
um and you can also donate your account to the show which basically means on, on social media facebook twitter uh we can use your account to spread the word about the show you go to donate your account.com slash tbgwt and we can retweet stuff like hey my dad's coming in tomorrow if you have any questions let us know word. you know yeah. so if people see that all on the timeline they're like damn it must be big time i gotta uh, i gotta go check out this show man um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes, sir oh and also i forgot to mention we're on twitter um at rodimus prime um say that again that s-n-d-a-t and the podcast twitter is t-b-g-w-t um on twitter um and uh yeah, I think that's about it, man. Did I mention anything? Oh, yeah, leave us a five-star review on <laughs> iTunes. Um, if we read every single five-star review we get on iTunes, regardless of content. Yes, we do. And uh, iTunes won't let you curse, but, you know, if I can figure out what the curse word was, I will add the cursing in for you. Yes. <laughs> so you just put the edited version in there. Start out, exit out, whatever you got to do. Right, and I go, okay, I, I get it. You were trying to say, um, you know... Um, you're trying to say fuck, but you put a uh, pound sign instead of the U. And I appreciate that, man, because that's that's actually what uh, keeps the show going, man. Because when y'all spread the word like that, um, people on iTunes move us up in the ranks. And mm-hmm. our filthy-ass show gets up there at the top with all the good shows. Yes, we do. And that's how we stay number one in Podomatic. And that's how we keep growing in Stitch Radio. I want to thank everybody for making us... Uh, what is it? We, I think we were, I don't know. we were like what fifty seven or something out of the top one hundred comedy shows. Yes, which if you think about it, is crazy as hell. Yes, that like Adam Carolla uh, is on that list. Yes, uh, NPR's Wait Wait Don't Tell, tell me, me is on that list. Yes, uh, we're ahead of established people that like are better than us and have been around longer and have more fans and listeners than us. So like that's insane that y'all are capable of elevating us to that level yes and y'all share the hell out of us too yeah so thank you guys we appreciate it man um now also the show is sponsored it's double sponsored actually by two different people oh oh hold on i think i just accidentally cut off my uh accidentally just cut off my screen hold on let me get that right because i still see your daddy so he's dead yeah good all right uh live (laughs) podcasting let me uh Double check the camera setup again. Yeah, I was about to say, because I see you. I see him. Yeah. Wow, my bad people in the chat room. Um, I'm frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave him like that the whole time. Yeah, right. Uh, let's get this going here. Oh. Yeah, it's going. Hold on a second. People, we got to pause this for a second while I fix oh, that. Oh, yeah. All the people that's listening li- uh, to the podcast later did missed out on the technical difficulties there. But um, <laughs> we are back again. Um, and I was about to do the sponsoring for the show. Yes, you were, sir. Um, this show is sponsored by ShadowDogProductions.com. Uh, Shadow Dog Productions is, of course, uh, a company owned by Dexter that does audio plays, feature films, short films. Uh, and we have been involved in... Uh, 
several audio plays and you can go check them out shadow dog productions.com slash tbgwt listen to karen curse me out <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably the only way y'all are ever here so yeah uh, the audio plays called fries yeah you can listen to me play uh, a dude that's a cock blocker on the scene where a dude is trying oh, to i had a good time doing that one too yeah a lot of people enjoyed me being a jerk um so yeah make sure you guys go check it check that out uh shadowdogproductions.com slash tbg wt.html the link is already on uh our our page uh for the blackoutist.com mm-hmm. but um you know every time you guys support that you guys are helping us out i know a lot of people made us the number one audio play uh seller for shadow dog uh productions yes so that's huge that's big time but uh continue to uh go out there and check out other stuff that we've been in man because uh you know we are um some thespians uh, we also been in a movie too. We have, yeah. So make sure you guys check check out Dirt Cheap Therapy too. So um, now our other sponsor is a little bit sexier than Shadow Dog Productions. No offense, Dexter. Okay, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he got none taken. Yeah, don't take it personal. But uh, this one they need their own background music and stuff. That's right, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a live version. That's right, Karen. Took it back to Marvin Gaye's greatest hits. Live. Think they got the national anthem on here? Nope. They should. Uh, they should, though. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Of course you are. You're not a zombie. Nope. Who doesn't like spicing things up in yep. the bedroom? You hear the women screaming, I'm already for you. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Have you? Or some sort of lotion or cream? I don't know what you're into. I'm not judging you. Be yourself. Yes, be yourself. And get these women some new drawers. They probably lost just throwing them Marvin gay. Yes. They, well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. You can go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item in the store. Yes, sir. I'm talking lubricants. People that buy condoms in bulk. I know, right? Anybody... The, we're not judging you for no, your uh, promiscuity. No, we we're trying to help you. Father's Day is today, so y'all should have been on it. He'd have got his gift this morning. Right. What did you get your fathers for Father's Day? It's not too late. Save 50% at adamandeve.com, but that's not all you get. Mm-mm. That's not, no, that ain't it. You also get 50% off that one item, and then you get three free adult DVDs. Yes, sir. Three free adult dvds of white people in slow motion on the beach having sex <laughs> with the music just a little too loud um playing if you're into that so even if you don't like those dvds you can give them away to your white friends because they like that stuff oh, yeah. apparently um and you get a free extra gift that's so sensual i can't even tell you what it is guys they won't let me nope it's too sensual you know how sometimes you get those gifts that's too sensual. It's like Father's Day. You open it up and it's like you're expecting a tie, but it's something that's too sensual. You're like, oh, this, this is inappropriate. This is too much. Child, what are you doing? And to top it all off, you can get it free shipping on the entire order. That's the best part, the yes, free shipping. Is. That means whatever you pay, you pay taxes, and then you get your stuff there in a week or so, and it's free. Yep. I love that. That's how they get you with a lot of stuff. It's like, hey, buy this man grade. It's $20. Shipping is $875 because it of weighs course. 40 pounds, you know? You can also check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer and just get that 50% off of one item. Use the code TBGWT. When you see the offer code box, and you go to checkout. 
and uh when you do you also get three free dvds of slow motion white people a free extra gift and free shipping use the code tbgwt at adamandeve.com thank you thank you make sure y'all do that uh, yes, that stuff helps us. Nate Marvin Fry, while you got him playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So we got some a couple random thoughts, and then we got uh, questions for my dad, and then we got articles to do. Um, so uh, let's get into them. Uh, the first things first. Uh, y'all been keeping up with the Jerry Sandusky uh, trial at all? Bits and pieces. Dad, you been keeping up with it at all? Uh, you want to take a shower? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a little burned out on it, personally. Yeah, that's probably why I don't really pay attention. Like, it's so disgusting that it's kind of like, can we just lock this nigga up? Like, yeah, do we need a trial? And the, and the funny part about it, um, they'd be like, yes, the 54th victim, um, who is now 25, I but know, for right? some reason they have to, like, keep their identity hid because right. when it was done, they were children. Because I couldn't understand. I was like, what is this? Niggas grown. I was like, oh, he was a child of town, so you can't give his name. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. I, I, I don't know. I feel kind of like this must be how white people felt with the OJ trial. Was well, just like, can we wrap this up and put this nigga yeah. in jail? Yeah. I know. Like, Speed this process up, please. And he looked kind of greasy anyway. You yeah, know, like they can't wait to get him out of sale. Yeah, he did this one interview like a long time ago where he like called in to like Bob Costas and tried to defend himself. And oh it was, man, it was so awkward. Yeah. It's like, so have you ever? had sexual contact with uh little boys and he's like well i mean define sexual contact yeah. i was like what like, <laughs> are the lawyers trying to make this dude get locked up no i think, I think his lawyer told him man don't do that man don't yeah. do it. i bet you he did <laughs> he, he was like i'm gonna yeah. defend myself he yeah. did it anyway. and the lawyer looked greasy anyway like the lawyer's Please. tie wasn't tied Please, up his man. shirt was wrinkled the whole crew like this dude is just he's probably going to jail and uh that lawyer just trying to get paid i saw something today where they said that he's meeting with a psychologist or something. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Uh, and they're going to try to say that he has some type of disorder yeah. or mental condition. Yeah, he definitely did. That <laughs> he likes a booty. Right. <laughs> he, a mental condition that led to him led him oh. to write letters to children about loving them and all this inappropriate oh. stuff. It's like, I don't know. First of all, it's never good when the first time I'm hearing of this condition is when you're on trial. Right. Right, like when, and I don't mean first time I'm hearing that you have it, but first time I'm ever hearing in your whole the, life. Right, yeah. yeah. You look at fifty thousand years, man. I, I got something wrong, man. Right, <laughs> I, I think I got. I mean, like the only thing that could make it worse is if the condition was named after him. Oh, like it's just the Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> you know, I got that Jerry Sandusky <laughs> disease, man. Uh, yeah, man. I'm trying to work on it. You know, it's it's when you uh you don't actually have sex with the kids, but you do everything that makes it look like you having sex with little kids. Yeah. You know, um, and on Twitter and stuff, you know, people were talking about it, Facebook, social media and stuff. And like, I know I lost, uh, people that were following me that were fans of Penn State, which oh. is kind of sick to me that, you know, you like a college or a sport so much that you right. don't like you. Well, it's nothing about Penn State. It's just the right. Dude, right. Yeah. I mean, you know? there's some parts about it that are, I think, related to Penn State. There is um, some collusion. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like something happened that led to this being discovered, but also being covered up. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can pick and choose who you want to blame. You can, you know, there's uh, Joe Pa, the coach there, um, who's supposed to be a paragon of virtue and do the right thing, who somehow got in the loop and he did, uh, he passed it up to supervisors and stuff, but nothing ever happened. And yeah. 
he just kind of turned away from it so there's some people that are blaming him um and you know it's children so people get extra protective and whatnot so um everybody's like i would have done blah 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 you know i i would have walked up in the office and said no this is not happening but you know is is that really true you know a lot of people uh this stuff happens a lot in society yes and a lot of adults turn their turn the other way so i don't know if it's exclusive to penn state and then there's people even higher up like uh police the person that was in charge of uh the police there and whatnot that ended up losing their jobs and stuff like that because they also kind of turned a blind eye um and people didn't want to hear that it's like i like penn state so i don't want to hear that shit Mm. and um a lot of black people were outraged and stuff because you know this that this is not um it's not one of our protected universities so it's kind of like screw these people you know let them burn or whatever it's yeah, and, and finally a scandal that don't involve black people and 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 it's sad i guess to me personally it's sad that they let the love of a school and a university override morale and that's honestly mm-hmm. what people do you mean morals Mo- yeah morals, yeah, mora- morals. Mm-hmm. uh because i'm like okay it's a kid something shouldn't have been done and they act like it's attack on the university. Right. This is not attack exactly. on the university. This is attack on a person's behavior. Right. Right. So a lot of people are very upset, man. And, um, you know, it's funny because I follow a lot of black people on Twitter. They follow me and stuff. So I would see all this outrage in my timeline and stuff. And um, it got me to thinking, like, why don't we have the same level of outrage about R. Kelly? I know it's so. Right. Because R. Kelly is a confirmed pedophile. It's on, on videotape. Video. Yeah. Right. Like, he managed to get off in the court of law, but there's, I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a person that doesn't think he did it. Right. You know, um, so, so like, I, I was thinking, like, you know, if people aren't that upset about R. Kelly, you know, people still want to buy his music. I saw something the other day. He's coming out with another album. He's talking about making that Trapped in the Closet song, like a, a movie or some oh. shit. Wow. Right. Yeah, he owed taxes. They said $4 million in taxes or something crazy, nothing yeah. like that. And, and you know what? Speaking of OJ, I feel like white people felt about OJ. Like, when they got OJ again in Vegas for some other related, unrelated shit, and they was like, cool, we, we still got him. Yeah. I feel like that with R. Kelly. Like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. You get it for taxes, you Ta- still tax got evade, Tax evasion, whatever. As long as you go to jail. Yeah. Like, like I, you, that dude should not be free. I honestly cannot listen to his music anymore. And it's even the music before I knew. Because some people are like, well, before I knew about it, I liked, you know, X amount of songs. And then after I found out about it, I, I stopped liking the songs after that. But I still like the songs before that. And I can't I can't get down with that. I don't listen to his music. I, I hear it, and then part of me is like, oh, wait a minute, this dude's a pedophile. And then I turn it off. It's too sick. Like, them songs could be about 15-year-olds. I ain't that the truth. You know, if some people, well, he didn't go to jail, but he did. He did. On paper, we have proof. He did marry Aaliyah, the singer, when she was 15. Mm. Like, that's gross. Mm. Like, who who was, what? I've never been, you know, as a grown-ass man, someone like, yeah, man, you know what? I think only a 15-year-old could share my life with me. get me one of these 15-year-olds. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. I think they even flew to Hawaii where it was legal or something, like something weird like that. Like, it wasn't illegal in every state. So, I mean, it wasn't legal in every state, so he had to go to, like, a special state to get married. You know, just sick, man. And and it's like, you know, I guess parents are turning a blind eye with some of this stuff because some of the parents got paid off and all that stuff. Um, 
So bringing it back to Sandusky, what I realize is that uh, Jerry Sandusky just needs to release a bomb ass R and B CD. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, be a a a be a be good at sports. Right. Apparently, <laughs> you get you release enough uh, hit singles, um, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he can come out with something like let's shower for an hour right <laughs> like i think he's singing about little boys i don't know but it's jamming i, don't, I like this I shower for an hour don't you yeah the shower hour of power it's my, it's my favorite album the Sandusky hour come join us yeah all, all you gotta do is get like all the people that black people have forgiven for fucking up just like okay let's get chris brown uh to do some vocals uh get r kelly on these beats trapped in the shower yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I just thought that that was that was an easy way to uh, solve this problem. Um, another thing, you know, we we we've been cooking a lot more lately and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we have our own cooking blog. We cook medium dot tumblr dot com. And uh, I saw I I bought Karen a long time ago, like years ago, literally years ago. Yes, a crock pot for christmas because that's one of the things she wanted mm-hmm. so i went out and found a real nice crock pot and i bought it for it's big big crock pot it's mm-hmm. all fancy and all this stuff and i was like cool she'll enjoy this and she was happy on christmas day she was really happy <laughs> um so when we were moving um you know a couple months ago uh, we're packing stuff up and i looked in the um you know in the cabinet and there's this big ass crock pot that has never been used. <laughs> right? And we've been using this old dusty crock pot that that's kind of small and, you know, uh anti antiquated, you know, like old old school uh you know, adjustments and stuff and mm-hmm. knobs. And um so I was like, Karen, what what's going on? We need to throw this old one away and start using this new one. She's like, no, it's too big. I don't, I don't like, well, that's, I don't think this has ever been used. Do you even know, <laughs> do you know for a fact that it's too big and it won't work? She's just basically like, nah, I'm not, I'm not trying to hear this. So, um, <laughs> and I was like, you know, and, and as a man, when you're moving, uh, I think all men are like this. I measure everything by, um, weight versus how much I want to keep it. <laughs> exactly it's a simple equation (laughs) how much does this shit weigh and that that determines how much it needs to move to the other department (laughs) i was like so we gotta move two crock pots but i like something like normally i would have just thrown some thrown one of them away but karen wouldn't let me throw away the old one and uh, and I don't I have no idea why we moved to the new place. Well, the reason why is because they got that stand your ground law here in North Carolina. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like we haven't used we haven't used the, we haven't used the new crock pot at all since I mean the old crock pot at all since we moved. Not over the there. old. Now we've been using the hell out of the bigger one. Well, it's oh. and I and I sparked it because um, I was looking at the. Um, the, the crock pot, the, the, the new one, and I was like, you know what? I'm taking it to the next place, and I'm using it. Hmm. Like, I don't care if Karen's not using it or not. I will use yeah, it. Yeah, and I think at the old place, because here we got more countertop space. It was limited countertop space. So I basically took it and stuck it up underneath the cabinets, and I can't speak for everybody else, but I got an out-of-sight, out-of-mind type of mentality. Hmm. So once it got up underneath there, yeah. I just kind of oh, forgot yeah. about it. But yeah. now since it's out in the open, I'm more prompt to use it. I'm more prompt to think about recipes that require exactly. something to go in, and I love it. Hey. Well, I um let me tell you what really started this. Um uh, I got here and I was like, I'm using that fucking crock pot. <laughs> like the crock pot is not gonna beat me. It, I <laughs> I spent I spent money on this. It, yes, you did. I thought I spent money for Karen and I was like, now it's mine. Yeah. 
So um, I started looking up crockpot recipes. We got crockpot recipe books sitting around the house. So now yes, it's, we do. it's even more insulting because like we could have been used it. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we got like two of the best of better crock of one crockpot, the best of better crock of two. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of a lot of my recipes and stuff, I Google them anyway and then make slight adjustments uh, based on taste and stuff like that. Um, so, and I kind of like, um, the idea of cooking too, because, um, you know, being a little bit nerdy, it's kind of like a science experiment. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's so, it. you know, there's that angle to it where it's like, okay, so you do this for X amount of time and you put these things in there. I wonder what would happen if I substituted this for this. Chemi- I think this would chemicals. taste better. It's chemicals. It's yeah. all chemicals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I, you know, and I, so I basically, um, I don't remember the first thing I made. Oh, I made a Mexican stew or something mm-hmm. and uh that was the first thing i made yeah, and then i jack that up um well okay so i made a mexican <laughs> stew and it wasn't really karen's fault like i put too much water in it because it was my first time cooking with this thing and, and my mom was like okay i see the instructions but my, but but then i started thinking like this is not enough liquid in this thing <laughs> to make this work. Like something about this shit is wrong because it's not covering everything. How's it going to make a yeah. stew? Yeah, right. You know, um, cause I just had no idea that everything would kind of cook down slowly. This and is crock pot. It doesn't get rid of much water. Like right. cooking. Yeah. So, um, I put a little too much water in it anyway. And then Karen came home. And uh, I, 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 what did you do, Karen? You put more water in it or something? I remember I did it with the rice. Oh yeah, Karen made rice. <laughs> and, I didn't know. And you know, I, I was I didn't want rice in. It. I was gonna make a straight up stew, like it was stew beef and Mexican, like all this seasoning and tomatoes and all this stuff. I was gonna make a straight up stew. And I came home and it was rice all in my shit. <laughs> And like I was let I was trying to I let it know. I was trying to let it cook a little longer too to like kind of like like you can cook it on high at the end yes right. and get rid of some of the excess liquid yes so that's the only thing I told Karen to do I was leaving I said I'm gonna go I'm gonna go play basketball baby do me a favor let this thing cook on high for like uh, an hour and uh, you just come just turn it off and put it on uh, you know warm and I'll, I'll take care of it when I get home and. um I guess Karen decided. Well, I ain't been using this crock pot, but I'm about to. <laughs> I'm about to remix this shit today. <laughs> so she she made some jasmine rice and like put rice all in my stew. I know I jacked it up. Yeah, and then I like and it was still too watery, so it was like watery with rice in it. Like it was just not. Nah, it wasn't my type of hype, man. But um, you know, so that was the first time I used it, and then like I don't know what that sparked in Karen, but then it was all of a sudden like, well, if you're gonna use it, I'm gonna be using it. That's right. Competition. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. Because, like, you know, a crock pot, you can't really compete with because you can only use it, like, once, you know, for, it's like eight hours to cook everything. So, like, right. I can use it, but Karen can't. Right. So, it's like, I would use it one day, and then I had to clean it out, and then Karen be using it the next day, and then, you know, that yeah, we went We bought on. that food. Cook it. Right. <laughs> that, that went on for a while. Karen started wanting to buy stuff, and I was, I was thinking the crock pot was going to be my thing anyway, but, <laughs> but Karen just started buying stuff. We'd be at the store. She'd be like, okay, um, all right, I see everything on the list. I'll be right back. I'm going to get eight pounds of chicken. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why, what, what? That's not on the list. That has- no, 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 it's not. And what I realized is that it's a one thing meal. I don't have to work That's all day exactly and come right. home and stand yeah. on my feet and chop shit up right. and put it in there. Right. Mm-hmm. 
and um eat for three days yeah right right you make a lot of food mm-hmm. especially for two people like exactly we we still got i think we still got some of that mexican stew in there um, yeah we do i actually froze it and i was telling around like a lot of the stuff we don't eat a lot of times i take it and, and i freeze it and what he did with uh that mexican stew was that he took it out and boiled it over the stove and um reduced the liquid out of it and seasoned it some more and it was great mm. yeah it was good um it's spicy yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, a little, yeah. little spicy, you know. I don't, I don't want it too spicy. Like, I'm not, I'm not the, you know, these people that are into this like endurance chili oh, yeah, type yeah. shit. And just sit there and just steam from from the ass and everything. Right, I'm not, I'm not a fan <laughs> oh. of that. And they say, ah, that was good. Right, mm-hmm. I like to be able to taste my food, not taste hot. <laughs> like that's one thing when I met when I started getting white friends. That was like the first white place that we parted. It was, uh, of course, first it was actually the the beer drinking thing because. Them white dudes, they they turn to beer connoisseurs and shit. Oh, they particular. Like, everything they do is about, like, endurance or something. It's like marathons, beer drinking, wings. Like, everything is endurance. Like, how hard can this be? Um, so, so basically, uh, I remember though when I, you know, one of the first places we parted was, it was like, how oh, man, we're going to make some chili. We'll have a chili cookout. I'm like, cool. Yeah, man. I'm going to make mine. It's called ass burning chili. I'm like, um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. You know what, man? No, I think I'm going to sit this one out, man. No, I don't like my shit to burn. I'm good. This cheese sandwich over here. Right. <laughs> it's like, if it doesn't make your eyes burn, then it's not good. Well, you know what? I guess it's not good. I know it's so. I like to taste the uh, chili in my chili. <laughs> yeah, I like spicy food too, but I like it. Uh, it doesn't necessarily like me, you know. Right. After a while, you know. So I see where you're coming from on that. So, <laughs> so basically, we, um, you know, we started cooking all this stuff, and um, you know, I, I feel like the crock pot now almost feels like cheating. Mm. It's too easy. Mm. Why is it cheating? It feels like cheating. I'm not saying it's not delicious and stuff, I'm but like say it ain't cheating. It, to me. Just, it just feels like you know it shouldn't. I shouldn't be able to like put a pork butt in something and pour some soy sauce on it and then leave for eight hours. Yeah, come back the next day. Gourmet, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's and it's no real. Um, uh, I don't know what the word is. Like, there's no uh, technique to some of it because. You know, like with uh, certain foods and stuff, like um, whenever I make um, uh, I, Thai, I make this uh, Thai curry style uh, seafood, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a kind of an art to it. It's like, okay, you need to, you want your uh, seafood to be about this done before you add the sauce to it. And then, uh, you know, you cook it a little bit longer. You want to have your rice going at the same time so that it gets done at the yeah. same time. Yeah, but I, I guess from, from the perspective of it, a lot of people are terrible cooks. So crock pot is one way that a lot of people can put everything in there you ain't really standing over you ain't watching you ain't really thinking right. you know what i mean thinking about that stuff and voila you got a meal and i think it was more kind of made for women per se like the working woman especially right. once women started mm-hmm. like working all day long and they couldn't stay at home and make a 14-hour meal all day they was like we got to find a way to make it convenient for working moms especially right for family yeah you know? yeah they start yeah. going they start going to work they start voting right. yeah. mm-hmm. start stop taking care of the kids right. Yes, they yes, you know, crock pots right now so now she's yeah. i come home from work i can't get my there scotch freshened up right. you know i yeah. just want to put my slippers Play on scotch yeah. i just want to put my slippers Shoot, on put me some scotch we both work today <laughs> put my put my feet up and watch uh i dream a genie and uh women are messing it up i agree yes, that. they are yeah that's right um, <laughs> i'll start with the crock pot up top fellas <laughs> uh, but yeah I, but no nah, I, I like the crock pot but like i said it just it feel it always feels like man this is delicious i didn't do anything to but, make this but you know what you're cheating on your stove 
Yeah. But you know what? what? My stove will be all right. Because yeah. when it's 90 degrees outside, the thing, last thing I feel like doing is standing over a hot-ass stove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I like the crock pot, though, man. It's it's good, man. So everybody out there uh, that's worried about, you know, uh, how hard could it be or you're trying to intimidate it, man, try it out, man. Uh, it's a lot easier than you think. And yeah. um, the people on Twitter make it sound even easier than that. Like I, it's, it's, like it's, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make this thing. I got this recipe, and it's just like, oh, you know what I like to do is just put like a half a cup of water in there and a steak and two potatoes. I'm like, what? Did the, what do you do? Do you chop them up? Do you? Nope, that's it. And then I just leave for 12 days and come back and it's ready. Like this shit sounds too easy. Yes, it does. It's a little bit more work to it than that. And I know. Uh, well, one thing I've learned about the crock pot, I had some chicken. I had the chicken with the skin on. I had pieces of chicken and. Roger got some beer in there. What kind of beer is that? A Beta Purple Haze. That beer is delicious. Where I don't even. I don't even drink beer. Uh, I just got it from uh, like it's it's in the store, like Harris Teeter. Oh, okay. It's it's delicious, and I don't it even, is delicious. I don't even like beer, but I took a uh, a uh, uh, half a yeah, I took a half a cup of that <laughs> with a cup of uh, barbecue sauce and mixed it up together and poured it across that chicken oh, okay. and let it sit in that crock pot. It was good. Only thing is that when you do like certain meats with bones in it, you have to be careful how you pick it out it's the whole thing crumbling apart and that's what happened i picked up that first piece of chicken it was like poof. i was like oh it's um yeah i was like uh, i'm gonna have a uh, shredded chicken here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when i made the pork butt it fell apart but then we could use that like pulled pork and make sandwiches and stuff yeah um but so it's pretty the name of that chicken it's purple haze right the name of the beer i mean not the chicken yes the beer a beta Purple haze. Purple haze. And I don't know why. <laughs> Excuse me. Why I kissed this guy. Wait a minute. Hold What's up. What's wrong with that song? You need That's to the, change the words, sir. No, I'm trying to get the Sandusky uh, remix oh. out there. <laughs> Sandusky remix. I'm going to save that pedophile's life with a good, good R&B song. Um, all right, man. So we got some um, questions for my dad, uh, of course. And if you want to uh, add questions from... Um, through vocal if you have questions for them yes. make sure you guys do that but uh i have questions that we've collected from listeners and then i also have this like poll or this questionnaire that i found online and stuff so let's get into some questions for my dad on father's day uh so a lot of y'all can get wisdom and knowledge about being a father and stuff like that um let me uh start with the first one from scarfinger is it good to love your kids or should i just be ashamed of them uh, it depends on whether they're your kids or somebody else's kids. Mm, you love your kids, and the other people's kids, you just have to like them. Oh. And then if your kids do something stupid, then you're ashamed of them. <laughs> <laughs> now uh which uh also i have a question from mr span he's from detroit uh What's up, mr. Span? is is it dangerous to raise a kid in detroit um and should he have, should he move and just it, take his kid out of there? It is more dangerous for a father to have to ask that question and not know the answer. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to save him trouble. from Detroit. The kid is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sharif right, writes in with a real question. He says, um, which one, he's, he's asking me, but I guess to ask you, which one of my friends did you dislike the most? Hmm. 
That's a good question. I think it was uh, one of the guys up at the basketball court that used to like to fight all the time. Terrence. Terrence. Um, I wouldn't Terrence. really call Terrence a friend as much no. as I would call him a bully. I was scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Any of your friends I was scared of, I didn't like him. I yeah. was scared of him. Yeah, I, I had to, uh, one day um, I had to fight Terrence, man. Yeah. Um, I was uh, on the bus and I just got a new Walkman. And it was the the sweet walk the sweet walkman with the reverse on it. Oh, sucker, sucker! So when you can click the button. Yeah, I was listening to like some tribe called Quest or something. Mm-hmm. I like I typically listen to uh, higher minded rappers at the time go. compared to uh, what most people listen to. And that's kind of always been my thing. That gutter rap. Right, like I had, I mean, I, I had some gangster rap tapes and stuff, but not a lot. Like most of my shit was like tribe called Quest, De La Soul, KRS One, right, Common. Yeah. Well, I wasn't a KRS-One fan. You I always were, felt like that nigga was yelling at me. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> screaming at straight, you. <laughs> straight your life out. He's like, stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be stupid, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, but like, I would listen to him and whatever. And I was listening to Tribe Called Quest or something. And uh, he saw me list- jamming out. And he was like, what you listening to? And I was like, Tribe Called Quest. And I could see in his face like he didn't know what I was talking about. You know, <laughs> like what is this? Like it wasn't his music. It was just like, but he just wanted to listen to my stuff because it was mine and I was enjoying it. So he was like, "Uh, let me uh listen to it." And I was like, "Nah." And then everybody started hyping it up on the bus, like, "Oh, oh, Take you know, shit. right." Take and he was like, "Man, we get off the bus, uh, I'm gonna beat your ass or something." And I was like, "Uh, okay." Like, I guess. <laughs> this like, ass what I'm going to take, then. Like, I don't really have a choice in this. I'm just going to have to take this ass open for this. I'm not giving you my Walkman. And especially now that you threaten me, uh, now I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not getting it back if I give it to you. I know it's so. And then I got to go home and take an ass whooping from somebody else. So that's two ass whoopings because you feel like taking my stuff. Well, I wouldn't have got beat. I wouldn't have got in trouble because he stole my shit. I would, like, my parents weren't like that. Nah. Like, I know these, like, I never understood these parents where it's like, if you get beat up, I'm going to beat you up. Like, I've, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yes, I've never understood parents <laughs> like that either because it's already traumatizing for the child in the first place that That's got right. beat up and then they come home and they have no compassion at the household come on dog yeah let me take i gotta take two ass whoopings now now nah, i'll be sorry he come on i say Are you all right can can i get you something out the crock pot <laughs> <laughs> oh who took your tears oh well that's gone well, wait till next wait till next birthday yeah wait till i get paid again but um yeah i got off the bus man and uh i took my walkman i put it in my um in my book bag and i took my book bag and i flipped it around so that it was on my chest and i zipped it up tight man and i just took that ass over i covered up my uh, <laughs> i covered my uh, my, my vital, walkman with my arms vital parts yeah i was like i'm just gonna have to take this one dog because i'm not giving my walkman up and what's most importantly it, what's most important is that I have me a Walkman tomorrow to listen to. That's right. And, it, and you know what? I think more kids need to go through that because it wasn't even that bad of ass whooping. And no. I learned that uh, you can get your ass whooped and be okay. Yeah. So that was like an important lesson because, you know, you're going to, as a kid, you're going to run into some altercations. You yeah. know, I know people are trying to like change childhood now and turn it into where kids don't get beat up. But I don't think they ever will stop that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's funny, though, because later on. He ended up being um, on my basketball team for my. Uh, you remember that when he was on my youth basketball oh, team for the yeah. community? I remember him telling you that time. You got to pass me the ball. I'm gonna beat your ass and take your walk. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like on my team, and then uh, suddenly he got real cool with me, which yeah. is weird. 
uh because uh i was i you know i'm still like i am today where like i'll let you think we cool but i'm never cool with you mm. like i don't forget anything like it's like uh-uh that ass whipping was real dog so <laughs> you mm. we can we can be cool on this court but it, don't ever try to come over my house or anything and he I didn't know, right? um I, okay so terrence was the friend i wouldn't call him my friend but that was the one you disliked the most um, what about that time you heard Damien out there in the front yard talking about fuck parents, man? I know, man. I know That's the problem. Yeah. Oh, he was I'm rebellious, like, wasn't he? I said, uh, excuse me, uh, he talking about his mom and dad? Because <laughs> I have met his dad. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, yeah. Mr. McElwain was Mr. scary. Was like, he was like off the chain, man. He, yeah, he had. He's, he's painting his house one time. He called me over there to give him an estimate. I went over there and talked to him. That nigga in that paint with no shirt on. That was yeah. scary. <laughs> Mr. McElwain had a, a few things going on that were scary. Yeah. Number one, he had the uh, he, he drove a Corvette all yeah. the time. Yeah. And he had the thing that, that guys used to do in like the late 80s where uh, you have the, the jerry curl that you don't want to let go. Yeah. And so. Oh, so it's part jerry curl, part process? Like. No, no, no. It's the uh, jerry curl where you start balding. Mm. And having oh, the receding hairline yeah. with your curl, right? You just, oh. and so, but but it's actually more intimidating and scary the half bald, half curl. <laughs> yes, because you look like you done been through some things. Yeah, yeah. and you ought to be smoking. And he would always talk. And he would always uh, like he had like all these signs on the house that'd be like, "Fuck the dog, beware of the gun," or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I want to be hanging out down here, no. man. He wouldn't let you leave. He started talking to you. You had to stand there for two or three hours. Man. Right. Four hours, man. I talked to him. I didn't even get the damn paint job. <laughs> <laughs> he, he called me back. I said, nah, man, I, I just can't do it, man. I, I got to uh, go home sometime, you know. Yeah, he was like, I, and like, I, I remember, like, I Damien be like, hey, man, come down to my house and let's play. I'd be like, man, I don't know, dog. <laughs> Why don't you meet me, like, around the corner from your house? Like, yeah, I don't, well, don't want to go in back the, there. in the safe zone. Yeah, I got a dog and a gun, and uh, I think his uh, Damien was the first person I ever met that had a porno mag. Oh. So yeah, like the <laughs> he had the, like he was trying to show me the porn catalog, and I was like, no, that's your daddy's. Put that back. I I, you gonna right. get us both killed? <laughs> yes. Like I don't even want any part of this crime. I don't want him to know. I like somehow he was gonna be able to forensically track back that I saw it. I know it. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Mm-mm. Uh, you on your own brother he also did the other thing too that uh is intimidating uh for old black men the cigarette off the corner of the lip thing oh yeah oh so while you talking it's flapping right yes and like he he only talked to me to give me warnings and shit like he never came over and was like hey how you doing in school or right what are y'all gonna do today it would always just be like "Uh, the boy don't be out there doing them drugs and fucking up and stuff it's like yes sir yeah. Can, can Damien come out? <laughs> like, like. Have a brother named Sean or something. Yeah, like, Sean was extra Muslim, by yeah, the way. He ran away or something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess know, yeah. Sean he couldn't, he couldn't take it no more. No, he ran away. Yeah, Damien loved Sean, but uh, Sean was like uh, the first uh, Muslim that I ever met, and he was so young as a Muslim. I don't know if he knew what it was all about. Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> Damien would just end up going on these diatribes about hating white people and then white people being the devil. And I'd be just be like, well, I'm, I'm happy to have a friend, but I don't agree with any of this. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, I, I think you're wrong. I'm like, we, Damien, buddy. we don't even know any white people to hold us down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is oppressing us? Right. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, and then the second question he asked, what's the worst gift that you ever got for him? So what's the worst gift that I ever got for you, Dad? 
gosh, that's kind of hard since uh, you very seldom got me any gifts. Yeah. So I don't know. Plus, that all the ones I did were all bad. I yeah. mean, how do you pick one? I know you gave me a machete one time. I was like, what's the message here? Oh, the big ass machete. <laughs> well, you did use it when we went to the lake that time. That's the only time I could use it. It was like, I'm going fishing. I need to cut something to make sure I use it, you know? I'm assuming. I think Rodney gave the machete, man. I, I've gotten two of them. Yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't. I would yeah. never buy anyone. Yeah, I was about to say that. Don't, that don't sound like. Yeah, you, baby. I would never buy anyone a bladed instrument uh-huh. uh, with which they, especially if I'm living there. Uh, yeah, like I don't need. <laughs> I don't need no altercations, dog. So, like I don't. I might come home at the curfew one day and shit gets too real. Yeah, I got you mixed up with Rodney. Yeah, yeah. That, must, that, must, that sounds like one of Rodney's. Games. Yeah, because wow. I was looking like, where did you get that from? We went to the uh, fishing that time he was chopping shit down i was like oh shit is we in africa and nobody told me yeah well the best gift you got me was you left your fishing rod over there i still use that excalibur thing. that thing is off the chain man mm-hmm. it's got that touch and feel to it you know you put it out there and something here you know i got your ass <laughs> i knew <laughs> i knew when i got that rod that it was gonna be yeah. uh a yeah. good one yeah i picked it out in the catalog yeah. and i was like it was the work catalog. I think I've been there for like five years. So you get to pick something. Yes, yeah, nice. And I remember looking through, and I was like, "This is the only thing that looks more expensive than what we got to pay for it." Yeah. Everything else is like, "Here's a watch. It's a. Uh, it looks like it's a twenty dollar watch, but you got to pay sixty. I was like, "Nah, mm-hmm. yeah. no, thank you. I'm, like, I'm not gonna use that watch." Um. All right, Joanna writes in. Hey, Joanna. For me, do I have any siblings? Yes, I have a little brother. Uh, and she says, I wonder how different or similar you were slash are to them. So I guess that how oh. similar am I to Rodney? Well, you always, in my opinion, the, the thoughtful, cer- uh, cerebral Rodney was like, we used to wonder, like, I wonder when he's going to, uh, if he's going to turn into Beelzebub. Because <laughs> he was scared. He always pushed the envelope and stuff like that. But you always a different kind of guy. Polite, like you said, a little nerdy. But on a very positive side, very yeah. positive nerd. Yeah. Rodney was always like, uh, cause, like that was like the only thing I hated about uh, summertime. We would both be out of school, yeah. And I would kind of get legislated to be responsible for the That's house because right. I was the oldest. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think y'all understand how hard this nigga is to I control. Know. He don't care. Like I, I would like li- <laughs> like literally every single day. Uh, it was a uh, like. It was like we would have to get into a fight or something every right. day. And I swear, I'm not joking, probably 90% of the time, we would get the house clean and straighten up like 20 minutes before they got home, 10 right. minutes. Sometimes literally like a minute before they got home, we would get stuff straight because he would fight me just on the idea of stuff that we wanted to do. I was like, if we don't do this, we won't be able to go outside. We won't be able to play video games. I don't care. Like, yeah. but you got to care. You will care. <laughs> you will care at five o'clock when we are in the house and all our friends are playing. Yes, you will. And then you're gonna be angry and act like it's their fault. Yep. Yeah, it was frustrating, man. Um, I remember one time too, like we were in the house running around and we broke, um, uh, we broke something, man. What was, oh, we broke uh, one of the clay things that were hanging off the walls, right? Oh. Now, first of all, why parents? Like, if I was a parent, I wouldn't have anything breakable. Around, oh, wow. <laughs> around, around these these kids like because it was like just destined to break it was like just a matter of days that it was gonna break so you know, we broke it you know it's a setup right it's just a setup they putting this up here so they can make us stay in the house <laughs> right yes that's, it. that's how everything felt when i was that age it's like you know uh like i remember one time we got the video game system taken from us and uh i think it was my mom that took it from us and she was gonna give it back and i was like no 
<laughs> you said no I, she was like i'm gonna give you controllers back i was no because it's not gonna last yeah it's just gonna get it's like you know away. what just keep it just keep it extra like two I, weeks. I, I will something will happen within the next two hours where that shit is gone yeah. so you know what never mind just keep it find, keep it this time i'm gonna read my book make like find some other more creative way to punish me <laughs> like, take away my books yeah like that was the, but see that was the advantage i did have over rodney is he would do stuff and we it, you know we wouldn't get like yeah, we wouldn't exactly. get the house clean or something like that so the the thing i had over rodney is that i actually didn't mind staying in my room and reading yeah oh and that drove him nuts yeah so it's like he's you know he go to sleep Right, Rodney's just in there. <laughs> Rodney's in there mad as hell. This is messed up, man. I was like, well, we could have cleaned up the kitchen. This is messed up, man. They had to do us like this. Mm-hmm. All right, um, well, I'm going to read about Narnia again. Mm. Um, like, you be bored and angry, sir. Yeah, and then Rodney's like, his stuff that he did was never really thought out. It's just like he wanted to do it. And all like all the bad stuff I did had a purpose to it. Like, all right, we do it this way. We can get, you know, this is a way we can get a pizza and later on we can get dinner or something like yeah. like it would be some type of scheme like we can call dominoes we can have them delivered then we're gonna break the box down throw it in the trash and take it out nobody and, ever know they was here yeah they'll just be happy <laughs> that we took the trash out that was like my big my big scheme for the day and then rodney's scheme would just be something like let's call some girls over here i was like that's nothing that's only gonna get us in trouble yes and get our asses beat no thank you sir there's nothing let's go like let's let's go down to the store at the corner i'm like we not supposed to go that far (laughs) only thing like for some candy really like that's what we about to lose our summer over some damn candy no (laughs) dumb crimes (laughs) but um all right so yeah that's uh and then how would you say i'm similar to rodney um, I think you both have a love of music, you know. I yeah. Think, uh, you both uh, like people, but you have a, you tend to be, I think you have a smaller uh, spectrum of people that you hang with. Rodney's spectrum is a little broader, but he also has limited people. He And especially as he gets older, he's become more, I think, more like you in that regard. He's matured a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's yeah. We definitely had a good upbringing, and I think that goes a long way. And then also, man, I think we have a very similar sense of humor. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. 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 He's he's a little more cranky. I I work with him sometimes, so he's cranky sometimes. You don't want to be bothered, you know. But yeah. I'm not around you as much as I am around him, so I don't get to see that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I probably. Yeah, I probably be just as cranky if I had to do that stuff. Yeah, that's right. Hang so, out, especially hang out with me, like you know. Well, I just like yeah, I what I'm saying. I mean, I, I'm hearing you. Okay, okay. <laughs> it all started with that damn crockpot. <laughs> <laughs> damn you, crockpot! <laughs> like what I didn't used to like about working out, like working with my dad out in the yard and stuff like that, is that he, like he would work hard, and then you know he's an adult, so he like knows the purpose and everything he wants to do. And me, I'm just seeing my friends playing basketball and shit. Right. Like, that's the only thing I'm seeing is, like, like I probably could have just put my head, put my nose to the grind, and, like, done whatever we need to do and possibly made it out to do whatever I wanted to do later. Or, you know, just I don't get to play that day. You know, I, I play the next day or something. But my mind is just like, but, oh, I could be shooting hoops. Yep. <laughs> that everything looks so much funner than uh, tilling this yard. Yeah. I know it's so. <laughs> Cut this grass. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, my friends could literally be sitting over there doing nothing. I still would be like, but it, what they're doing is fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, 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 one thing I did get a, a appreciation for was yard work and how much I hated um, plants and stuff. <laughs> oh, I, I don't like plants either. Yes, just like me. to eat them, right? Right. Like, yeah. Until, until you shuck some corn and seen a corn worm, yeah. a silkworm. 
which is a gross, nasty looking bug that uh, is harmless, but it's terrible. Yes. Uh, I think that's why I learned to hate bugs was out there in the yard and, and doing stuff uh, out back. But no, y'all, y'all, y'all work ain't my thing, honey. I, I feel you with the bugs. Cause my mom used to have me plant flowers, and I know y'all did it here, but you know what? Fuck flowers. I don't like flowers at all. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm for real. I, I don't. I, I just, I just, I can't deal with them. I, I don't care. I don't care if they live. I don't care if they die. I know they're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. Just put them over there. Yeah, yeah, but just let somebody else do the maintenance on them. I don't understand why all the things that like to hang around flowers sting and bite. I know, right? Like, oh, what's, yes. like, what's so dangerous about a flower that you need to be able to sting or bite somebody? Like, flowers are just little whores anyway. They're just advertising a little ass with the little colors. <laughs> <laughs> come get some. Bees yeah. are pollinating yeah. on them and shit. Yeah, come right. on. They, the snakes come on out to my lady, man. It'd be something to eat over here because the bitches be hanging out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flowers are like the club. They are, man. It's like the club, man. Yeah, um, they're all bright and colorful. Yeah, yeah. Right. Flowers and those uh, those lights that turn on at night. Oh, yeah. Those, those uh <laughs> that's where the party is at lightning bugs no just lights at night like you turn on a light at night and it's like the club that's for right, bugs man. that's right <laughs> yes it is and they always put them near the front door you know what I'm saying right you gotta come in the house you gotta run through the gauntlet man ugh I hate, the, bugs, hate bugs yeah. um, we found a house in the Peter here the other day and uh, I took a picture of it and posted it on some of my social media sites and some of the people was defending it like it's harmless man just let it live mm. it's like man i have a zero tolerance on bugs in my house I know, right now outside that's y'all's domain i try to that's you right. stay out of my way i stay out of yours in the house yep come on man you gotta get sprayed mm-hmm. uh jay says uh i wonder how he adjusted to having his son become an adult if there was an adjustment to be made yeah, uh, uh, biggest adjustment was the uh, food bill in the house uh, <laughs> dropped tremendously. Dropped down, I know it did. Sixty-five percent with those two, <laughs> two boys because the teenagers, man, they can go through the refrigerator. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, they moved out. Everything kind of like well, we kind of got our life. Plus, spending time, you know, with my being t- spend time with my wife, you know, because we went through a long period of that nurturing where I was working and the kids were being raised, and she spent time with them. So that was a big adjustment after after you guys moved out you know okay so, yeah um let's see uh rico says because <laughs> we talked about this on the show before he said ask him did he find that vanessa del rio tape in the vcr uh i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would assume so i mean you go in there enough like that's how people always get caught yeah. anyway is the tape yeah but I guess it was just an unspoken agreement because we never had to talk about that tape. I have to tell you a story about Rodney a little bit. One time we had some little uh, adult entertainment in a closet we kept locked up in the house we're in now. And uh, Rodney would get out of school, apparently, and go in there and, and uh, enjoy the, the, the video or whatever. Mm-hmm. So one day I was off from work and my car was there, but he didn't know I was in the house. So I went ahead in, in the, my bathroom. Right. right. So I went, because he had left signs that he had been in the room, right? I was right. Like, okay. Because like, also, Rodney is not a good criminal. That's right. He's not like, bad. I, he is definitely not bad. Like, I, like I was so careful about my stuff. Like, right. I, I do this thing where I would... Uh, like I'll put the tape in. You can hit this memory button, right? So that it knows, like, this is where to stop exactly. rewinding, right? So, and which is kind of gross if you think about it, because that means I'm starting with wherever my dad finished. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a right, it's like a, a rite of passage into adulthood, I guess. But um, but yeah, so like, I, but I would come up with these ways to be like, I just don't want to get caught. I just don't want to get caught. That's the only thing I'm thinking. I'm picking my times and everything to make sure exactly. I don't get caught. So, uh, what 
what, what was going on with Rodney? Yeah, he just uh, he came in upstairs, and he was. Th- I could tell he had that. Uh, he's walking through the house like he was saying, like, I know that nigga's in here somewhere. <laughs> so he came upstairs. He came into our, our bedroom. He looked around the side of the bed. He actually looked up under the bed. I'm in the bathroom. I can hear him doing all this stuff, right? <laughs> right. Oh, then he came in there, and he walked in. Uh, we had the big walk-in bathroom. He walked in. He looked around. And then he walked over near the, the toilet area, the little head area, and he, I had the light off, and I was standing behind the door, and he eased the door, and I said, what the hell you want? <laughs> I, said, I know you scared the shit out yeah. of him. He jumped like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> All he could say was, I know you was in here somewhere. <laughs> I said, get your ass out of my room. <laughs> so, we had to lock shit up for Rodney. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, he was never too careful, man. I, I think by the time I got home from college, I had my own tapes and yeah, stuff, so he right. would just take mine. Yeah, so, that's right. but I was like, that's fine. Um, I, now my dad doesn't watch much TV, but Rich asked, "What do you think of the movie Django, which is a, a movie Quentin Tarantino's directing, starring Jamie Fox as a um, slave?" Who becomes a bounty hunter and then gets revenge on like slave owners and stuff like that? I don't know if you've heard about this at I all. Haven't heard it. Haven't I'm seen it. Say, yeah, I was... would love to see that movie. Yeah, I, I, I want to see it. Just uh, like I saw a preview of this movie when I went to see Prometheus, mm-hmm. uh, which is a pretty good movie. Uh, it's a science fiction movie, kind of in the same vein as uh, the movie Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's one of my favorite genres of science fiction, which is brilliant dumb white people mm-hmm. was like white people fucking with shit they really let's, should not let's go in the room where the blood is running out under the door yeah. Yeah. but i know what the blood is made of yeah. like like because i don't like i don't like just dumb white people movies like uh there's a movie chernobyl where some white teenagers decide to go uh you know on mm-hmm. an extreme tour of chernobyl and then it turns out to you know be a horror movie i like my white people to be kind of smart like the movie the fly Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen that in years. Yes. Yeah, but like that dude figured out teleportation. That's right. But also did not figure out screen doors to keep flies out. I know. Like, like just something that small where it's just like, hey, you know what? I kind of I like that kind of movie. So, um, yeah, this Django movie. You know, I, nobody was expecting to see a preview for this movie in this science fiction movie. Um, so the preview came on, and you know, it's got slaves in it. It's got uh, evil white racist people. Mm. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it doing something. Oh, yeah, something. got some great actors in it. So um, I I actually had seen the preview before, so I just turned around and started watching the theater to see how uncomfortable white people were. Mm. Like, that's what I, that's the only reason I want to see this movie, mm. to see how uncomfortable white people going to be. Do you, do you think it's going to be as bad as it was when we went to go see Planet of the Apes? Oh, man, those white people yeah. were uncomfortable. When I don't we, think it'll ever be as no, bad as that. No, when we went to go see uh, Planet of the Apes, Myro, mm. oh, my God, it was stuff that happened, and me and Roger were the only people cheering, we were the only people laughing. <laughs> they was hot. Yeah. They, and when we left, they didn't know how to... how to. They didn't realize that it was for the apes. Mm. Like, it was a movie about a, a, rev- a slave revolt from the perspective of the slaves yes really you're like you're supposed to be rooting for the apes but they fucked up and was rooting for the white people and the humans so we left it's like i like i was just listening to him because i was enjoying and the white people was like talking to each other kind of quiet like i didn't think that was very good i don't don't understand why (laughs) they were confused i mean my money back yeah that's kind of the the, the people didn't even win i was like right because they were wrong because they weren't supposed to win and (laughs) and i think the funny part about it is that they were stuff that happened and the 
monkey's facial expressions and all that stuff. And me and Roger, it would be signs where funny shit would happen and me and Roderick in a room in a theater full of people be the only two laughing. The yeah. only oh, two. Oh. Yeah, we saw it in the whitest of the white theater. Yes, so. we did. It, but it was good. Yes, I enjoyed it. Was. it. And when you leave the theater, it's like, excuse me. Right. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I'm just heading to my car. <laughs> they were looking at us like, why are y'all smiling so hard? Yeah. It's like, yep, because yeah, they got them. Yep. Good job. Great movie. <laughs> um, let's see. How? Okay, so this is actually a question from me. How much did your father play into your idea of fatherhood and how you would execute that? Uh, well, my father passed, but he was not necessarily the best dad. I'll just say uh, he didn't spend a lot of time with his kids. We didn't really get to know him like that. But... I also will say, I heard uh, one of Rodney's friends, John, say one time that he learned a lot about being a father by seeing what his father didn't do. Uh, yes. And that's, uh, I can say that's the lesson that I got from him. Mm. You know? So yeah, everybody out there, y'all can yeah. break the Powerful. cycle. Powerful, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Message. Spend some time. Yeah. Um, did you ever have a hard time disciplining us because you thought we were funny? Uh, no, nah, not really. I mean, just... Uh, not really. I, well, well, yeah, there have been a couple of things where I wanted to teach a lesson and maybe pop you upside the head. But what you had done was so funny. Like one time Rodney had done something he hadn't been doing, but he fell down. Mm. And uh, it just kind of looked kind of funny. I don't know if he was faking or not, you know. He right. fell down, looked like he got hurt, you know. And I was like, well, you know, I might have to hit him at least twice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he might pull this shit again, you know. <laughs> I remember yeah. um, what, one time we were... Uh, um, <laughs> We were fishing, and you had a BB gun, and uh, oh, yeah, you were using man. it to uh, you were using it to kill like the catfish. That was just shooting but, in the water. You just take a gun with you and stuff, you know. But um, you were about to shoot a squirrel. Yeah, and you said something like, "Oh, I saw the squirrel. Yeah, I saw the squirrel running up the tree." And I said, damn, look at that big-ass squirrel. And I didn't allow the kids to curse. I didn't allow y'all to curse it. And Roddy turned up and said, huh, what big-ass squirrel? <laughs> yeah, I think we just laughed so yeah, much. That was funny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think he was a, I think he was looking for a squirrel with some nice hips on it. Yeah. <laughs> big-ass squirrel there. <laughs> um, now, did you ever worry that either one of us was going to be, like, too nerdy? Or, like, what were your biggest worries with us? We were going to be on drugs? Uh, did you uh, ever think we were going to be gay? I know I didn't have uh, interesting girls for a long time. Mm. Like, you ever worry about any of that stuff? No, not really. I, I was more concerned that um, uh, you I didn't really seem to worry about much. I've always said that over and over. I've never seemed to worry about you. Rodney was a little more of a challenge because he was more adventurous and liked to learn uh, his about life on his own terms. Mm. So I was more concerned about him. You know, one time I came in the room and he had uh, some had a couple of cigarettes in his pocket. You know, I used to go in and just search through his room and stuff just to harass him, really, mm. and just to let him know I was in charge because he used to try to run things around there. You know. Yeah, I, man, I, you remember that time that uh, I wish he was here, but uh, we had to get him in another time. But you yes, remember that sir. time where he just like broke curfew or something? And I think I was either home for school or like college or something. I don't think I was staying like in the house 24-7 at that time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I got home from school and just kind of went right back to normal, like be home by midnight right, exactly, and yeah. whatever. So, um. He came in like late or something or didn't come in at all, tried to come in the next day. Yep. 
and he was trying to like buck up and i had to be like hey man yeah, the hell is wrong with you <laughs> I, had draw, I, had draw, I had to draw blood from it one time like I had to, downstairs he's smart mouth your mom you know yeah i was like hey man that's my job to talk shit to her that's not your job so yeah. I, went, I went downstairs and he was at the door getting ready to go to work at Carowinds. He was acting all buff and stuff. So I said, well, I'm going to have to check his oil. So I went out there and smacked him in the mouth. <laughs> Bust his lip. I said, don't you ever talk to your mom like that again. Blah, 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 blah. He was like, well, I guess I'll take my ass out of here to Carowinds. In the dead. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Children. He was like more, um, uh, he wasn't like bad. No, he, he was just like was more... Not. Yeah, he just, rev, rev, like he just rebelled. He was yeah. more rebellious. He I would say on his own terms, want to do it his own terms, and just and now I tell you one of the things I learned from all that experience too is um, when Rodney was looking for a roommate, mm-hmm. I mentioned to him, you know, hey, uh, what about this guy? What about that guy? Guys that he knew growing up mm-hmm. and whatever. And his and this has been some years ago. He was like. Nah, can't have him moving in there. He mess around, smoke up all of the red buddy. <laughs> right, yeah. Nah, he don't work on a regular. But so all those things that we had taught him, you know, they were there. Right. But he just didn't. He kind of kept them hidden. You know, he wanted to come across as like being his own man and in charge of his own destiny. But all the time, those lessons he learned very well. Yeah, I remember one time I choked up Rodney uh, for talking to our mom in the kitchen one day. Oh. Like I was like I was like, man, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, was, like, like that's our mom. Like, like I was like, like even if she was kind of like, you know, don't leave him alone. And all. I was like, no, we need to learn this today. That nigga in the crock pot over there eating this shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> eating, a piece, eating a big piece of chicken. I know, right? Um, now, what did you think of Karen when you met her? And did you think we'd be together Uh-oh. this long? Um, I always thought Karen was kind of funny, and she still is. Got a. Um, neat little sense of humor she's kind of in her own world about things sometimes i know right own thoughts but i always thought she was a good person right and that's what matters to me more than anything else a person's goodness that that matters because that's one of the reasons why i'm still married i've been married for 31 years this year and the main thing that keeps me together with your mom is the fact that she is the epitome of goodness as you guys all know you never hear her talk about doing anything wrong hurting anybody you know she's always consistent so yeah that's what i think about karen we got to get home one day baby i like that karen could laugh at herself that was important i had to teach her that but i was like if you're gonna yeah, be around yeah, yeah she's be real sensitive yeah, <laughs> yeah. very but if you're gonna be around my family you're gonna have to learn to I laugh because one time i was kidding rodney roderick about something remember i was kidding you about something about karen and you started crying I don't even remember. And you went and got that big machete. And oh, yeah, I was going to kill you. Cut your mom's head off and put it in the crock pot. <laughs> uh, no, nah, we might be reading about that later. Hold on, that might be, be Rodney. Uh, oh, uh, might be Rodney. Somebody, somebody asked, I've seen a question float up the chat. It says, how many times a week uh, should you be the kid? Uh, as many times as they volunteer for it. Yeah. They volunteer for <laughs> Man, I need an ass whooping. So First of all, here you go. I like the idea of an ass whooping quota. What is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I know you ain't doing nothing wrong this week, but you yeah. know, you gotta get yeah. that fifth ass whooping. Old and new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't matter. But I got all A's. Uh, well. Yeah. yeah, you know, somewhere. You, you must have done something. You did something. You're thinking about it. I don't know. For me, I think, um, 
growing up was just me and my mom mm-hmm. and she took everything like really seriously she was very hard work with 12 hours a day so we, i mean we laughed and joked but it wasn't like right. like y'all house so to me it would be like a brand new world i know for me it's literally roger had to show me how to have a sense of humor and a lot of people would not may not believe that now well can but, i send my wife up here for about a year because <laughs> i've been suffering like a mug down there. <laughs> well i was gonna say it's kind of weird because uh rodney is more like my mom that's in right. that respect right. like he'll like he'll get emotional and kind of right. grouchy and stuff like right. that sometimes um okay. and uh but he but he still has a pretty good sense of humor. my mom actually has developed a pretty good sense of humor over time yes, too she has. but when i was growing up i didn't think she uh thought yeah. anything was that funny yeah i'm with her most of the time so i'll joke about something and i have to look i have to carry this big placard around i hold up and go like that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> and I remember when uh, Roger and Rodney was younger, and and uh, your mama did tell a joke. Yeah. They would both go crazy, like, "Oh, oh she done told a joke. Funny. She funny." funny. <laughs> <laughs> that like she was breaking I records. Know, right? I used to be like, "What is wrong?" Well, you know what helped a lot, honestly, Karen. Because Karen coming mm. around, I think my mom uh, kind of always wanted a daughter. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And I think yeah. uh, Karen coming around, right. uh, you know, it wasn't just all male yeah. energy in the house anymore. That's true. So it's like with Karen around, I think she also loosened up a little bit. And she saw you knew how to kind of interact with us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she didn't want to be left out. And I think that helped loosen her up a bit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and also I think that uh, my like my mama, she is like completely confused by, by some of the sense of humor. I mean, one time she was over y'all house. This was some years ago. And me and your daddy was talking to each other, and he had said something to me, and I turned around, and I was like, uh, I said, son, 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 I, I think I said something, son, 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 your mama old man, because I, yeah, I, I called right. Roger daddy old man, just right. had a joke. Exactly. And the expression on her face was like, I know. oh my gosh, why are you yeah. talking to him like that? I was like, mama, 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 it's jokes. I'm not, I, I had to explain to her, <laughs> I'm not right. disrespecting him, right. don't come over here and beat me. You know, I had to really explain to her that it was just completely right. jokes. All right, let me take a couple questions from the chats, then we're going to move on to the articles. Um switch belt or blunt object what did you use to beat rise ass growing up i'm a comic nerd says on twitter okay i had this big old thick belt and i wrote on the back of <laughs> ibm ibm baby <laughs> ibm stood for i beat meat yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't even have to whip them sometime i would just go get the belt and just pop it pow now i told y'all pow everything would be in line so that was my favorite object and and i just want to make one thing clear that my sons really didn't get whipped that much growing up yeah they yeah didn't, they didn't really uh do much to deserve it and i didn't give it much most of the time just talking to them was good enough it's the catch 22 of whoopings is like for them to be effective everybody that has gotten a whooping needs to feel like they got whooped a lot yeah but 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 you don't want to be That's whooping right. people a lot because then That's it's just right. abuse like i had a friend i remember being <laughs> like uh i was complaining about getting a whooping to my friend eric one day and uh eric uh was like yeah man uh, my mom was whooping me the other day, man. She was beating me with the train track from. I was like, what? <laughs> train track. Uh, dude, he started talking about. He started talking about uh, uh, ex- uh, beating them with extension cords. I was like, nigga, that's abuse. Yeah, you need to get out of that house. <laughs> right. Like, I'll never bring. I'll never bring this stuff around you again. No. My dad was stabbing the door, talking about open the door. Open the door. <laughs> like, I think I just stumbled onto some sort of abuse. conspiracy or yes, something, man. Sure. Should I call someone to help you? Said, Maybe that shit wasn't so bad. Uh, Mr. Spann writes in, Mr. Morrow, have you ever had an altercation with another parent over a dispute between the kids? Uh, no, because usually I would be the one who tried to exercise a little reasonableness in there, you know, and not, uh, get, you know, 
come to blows with another parent, I would just say, you know, hey, y'all come on, let's go home. Y'all stay your ass off mode. I don't go over there. That mommy and the daddy crazy. So <laughs> now, what about, uh, I don't remember if she came to the house or not, but one time, uh, my brother was, uh, Play, uh, playing on uh, basket, we're playing basketball at a friend Lindsay's house, and uh, like the ball got stuck or something on top of the rim. So Rodney started climbing the back of the rim pole to like go up there and hit the ball. And uh, Allen, who doesn't stay there and it wasn't his fucking goal in the first place, mm. goes and grabs right the back of Rodney's shirt. Uh, man, I'm getting mad about this kid. Just thinking about it. But he, Alan, I saw Alan at the barbershop the other day, man. Yeah, well, he's, uh, uh, after this, he was real cool with me, but, um, he actually grabbed the back of Rodney's shirt and pulled him down. Rodney fell probably like, I don't know, seven, eight feet to the ground. And, um, I just saw red and I beat the hell out of Alan, Alan that day, man. I was punching him in the stomach and stuff because, you know, yeah. first of all, that's my brother. The second of all, man, he could have broke something. That like, was crazy, man. Yeah, it's not your basketball. Like, this right. uh somebody else's stuff. Like, no one else was mad. What are you doing, man? So I'll kind of beat him up a little bit. Um, And then, like, his mom came, came and I think she said she's going to come to our house and talk to our parents. And, I, like, this, I, 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 I was raised to be respectful and stuff, so I didn't, like, cuss at people's moms and stuff like that. But I was like, come to the house, please. Yeah. Like this is like the one thing that about um I would say about our parents that was cool, especially my dad, is that he was fair. Yeah. So I knew if I had all my all my P's, you know, uh with the lines and all my T's crossed and all my I's dotted, that I could at least be heard. Yeah. It wasn't gonna just be like, You got in a fight, you you were wrong. It was like, look, this is what happened and this is what you know, and I think that I don't remember if she talked to you or not. But I just remember her being, uh, me being like, come to the house, please, and tell my dad what I did. Because right. I don't need to hang out tell with your son, story, yeah. but he better not put his hands on my brother again. Yeah. Um, and, and it went away. like so. Yeah, and Rodney reminded me yesterday when we were out working, he said that we saw uh, Buck, Michael Butler walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And I told him I'd seen Alan at the barbershop. And uh, Rodney said, well, damn, every time I turn around, I see Michael Butler walking. He must have had a car. And then he said... <laughs> Mentioned Alan. He said, "Yeah, I got in a fight with Alan one time." He said, "Alan, because Alan was a big dude. He still yeah. did." And Alan, he said, he he told when Alan said he's gonna beat him up. Rodney said, "I'm gonna do the best I can to defend myself." He <laughs> said, "So Alan, when Alan came at it, he just kicked the shit out of yeah. it in the stomach." Yeah, he, he did. Said, Alan fell out and started crying. Yeah, I said, "Damn, you a big punk." I didn't know that. It was important too, man, because yeah. like I beat up Alan before, but this time, like it was just Rodney and him. Yeah. He kicked him, and I started crying, man. I, we was we was rolling, yeah. man. We laughed for weeks yeah. off of that shit. Uh, <laughs> I said, "Well, did he get up and do something?" He said, "No, nah, he was cool after that. We was, <laughs> we was tired." Yeah, like that's really what happened. We yeah. and I hope this happens more because yeah. uh, I feel like sometimes so I feel like society's almost going too far into the like kids aren't going to be able to be kids anymore because yeah. like we want to stop bullying, but we also about to stop like just. Some lessons you that are hard like to, learn, to learn, but you need to learn them. Yeah. Right. Like, like one thing I did learn from that was like, yeah, after we got in that fight, and this happened a lot of times around the neighborhood, you get in the fight, and then y'all could be cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we were cool with Alan after that. He just yeah. he just need his ass whooped. Yeah. yeah. Did, kids didn't respond with guns and violence, right? And stuff like that you hear now. Now you know you beat somebody's ass. Or you took an ass whooping, you just got an ass whooping. Now somebody you walk in someplace, somebody blow your head off. You know. Um, all right, let's see. Sweaty Nuts 001. Sweaty Nuts. I don't think I'll be wanting to talk to this nigga, <laughs> he, he 
says at what age should you talk to your child about the sexual stuff well tell first of all get your hands out your pants sweaty when you're talking to me <laughs> how you gonna be named yeah. sweaty nuts like yeah. i'm uncomfortable talking to my children yeah, no, about uh yeah, sex nickname, you know? yeah uh i don't know probably as soon as they start noticing things as soon as they start asking stuff like the time Rodney asked me one time what a Tam text was. A Pam text, a Pam time, Pam time. It was, yeah, I remember we had bunk beds and Rodney yeah. was sitting up top. Yeah. My dad, if you have any questions and you ever want to know something, just let me know. Rodney turned around and said, "What's a Pam time?" Yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, "You need to talk to your mama." That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely one of her questions. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but no, nah, you 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 explained it to us. I think as much as we could understand yeah. at that age, yeah, I don't exactly right. I don't know if I really understood any. I I was like, what happens? Yeah, like, hey, we, <laughs> What's we going came, on here? We came from where? Right. It sounds like more of a reason to avoid women yeah, now. I know, right? yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read these. I'm going to read these books and play Transformers a couple more years. <laughs> sounds uh, sounds complex. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. So we we started a game here since uh, you you haven't been on the show. Uh, it's called Guess the Race. Mm-hmm. All right. And what we do, uh, we read articles and stuff, but. We try and we have the chat room play along and we try to have the person that's a guest on the show figure out uh, what the race is of the culprit involved. Mm-hmm. Now, for this part, I need you to not look at the screen okay. when I read uh, the article. Okay. Can you I can, can, you can that tilt that anyway. screen, baby. I, can, I can't yeah. see. Oh, you, you can't see it? No, I can't see. All right. I can just see Karen's little pretty face. All right, no, well, now nah, I'm gonna bring up the articles yeah. and then like it'll have pictures. That's and stuff. why I said you can get oh, okay. screen tilt. So uh, maybe I could turn it this way or oh, something. Who's that little cool nigga there with the sunglasses on? <laughs> oh, that's a cool nigga. Let me, right let there. me, uh. Oh, yeah, baby. Let me turn oh. this thing so that he can't see. There you go. All right, can you, now you good? Look, yes, sir. I won't look. All right, here we go, man. Got my word on it. I'm Play some, uh, guess the race here. Ain't no sense in lying now. I'm too old to be lying now. <laughs> Trying to get in, though. And, uh, the chat room plays along. So okay. the chat room will have, um, some uh different answers and stuff to okay. the uh you know all right all right so a 67 year old southport man was jailed wednesday after he allegedly held six children at gunpoint when they used his driveway to turn their off-road vehicle around jerry lee fulcher was I, arrested in charge that last name f-u-l-c-h-e-r fulcher okay. fulcher okay he was arrested and charged with one count of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, six counts each of aggravated assault and false imprisonment. According to the Bay County Sheriff's Office, he was uh, he was being held in the Bay County Jail without bond pending the first appearance in court. The six children, who were between the ages of four and 16. So wait, a four-year-old was on a damn, damn all-terrain vehicle? <laughs> what? Four-year-old. <laughs> what kind of, kind of family is this? Um, told investigators they were riding the ATV and turned into Fulcher's driveway to turn around around 8.30 p.m. Wednesday. They believe the property was vacant, which probably says that, you know, he's not keeping his house up or something. That's right. Uh, some signs are coming out here now. Yeah. Um, but, a, but a man later identified as Fulcher came out of the house pointing a handgun at them. Uh, Fulcher ordered the kids to put their hands on their heads, get off the vehicle, lie down on the ground. Damn. The 16-year-old driver apologized, but Fulcher cocked the hammer of the revolver and pointed the gun at the driver's head and told him he'd be the first to go. Damn. He kept his finger on the trigger. Another child attempted to garner some sympathy from Fulcher, telling him it was the one girl's birthday. Oh. <laughs> Kids are the best. Oh, man, it's her birthday, son. <laughs> you gonna kill her on her birthday? Come on, man. 
and Fulcher was unmoved. He said, well, this will be a birthday she won't forget. <laughs> oh, shit. He didn't give a damn, did he? Happy birthday, bitch. I'm feeling, like, <laughs> yes. I'm feeling like there's another part of this story where, like, this is actually the 20th time they've done this in this yard. <laughs> like, like maybe they did oh, He's been yeah. watching them oh, the yeah. whole time. That's a good point. Yeah, this feels like something. Like, we're getting the sympathetic version. Provocation bro. there. Yeah. Right. Like, these badass yeah. kids doing willies in his front yard and shit. And he's like, well, I'm going to catch them one day. Yeah, this this is the one time he got fed up. He was like, "I've been watching y'all for twenty two years." Yep. Yeah, I watched uh, I watched Grand Torino and Clint Eastwood show me the way. That's it. Um, all right, so Fulcher uh, ordered the kids with their hands on, on the. Uh, okay, all right. Two of the kids were praying. <laughs> were praying. Yeah, they were oh, praying. Oh, I guess they say, "What else is there to do? You got a gun said, at you." They said, "If I'm a if I'm a go, I want to go in style, right?" I know it's so. Vulture was agitated throughout the incident, repeatedly asking the driver if he understood what would happen to him if he pulled the trigger. You understand what would happen to you if I shoot your ass? <laughs> do you understand, old man? He ordered the driver into the house where he locked the door behind them. The teenager was ordered to call his mother so she could come pick them up. The mother arrived and confronted Fulcher about displaying the weapon in front of the children. Fulcher kept the gun to his side and he warned her not to come any closer. Don't come any closer. She got the youngsters in the car, called 911 as they drove away. After interviewing the children and the parents, the investigators learned Fulcher also had reported an incident. Had also reported an incident. In the 911 call, Fulcher apparently admitted to brandishing the gun and detaining children. When investigators arrived at the house, he opened the door. Fulcher was wearing only boxer shorts. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Yeah. The gun was on the counter. In your drawers. <laughs> and police found several other guns in the house. Oh, yeah. Guess the race of, what was his name? Uh, Jerry Lee Fulcher. Well, you asking me this? Yeah, you yes. first. I'm yes. going to have to say, I'm going to have to say he was a white guy. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they think. The chat room is racist. Everybody's been warned. Okay. Old plantation owner. Mm-hmm. Dixie flag waving squirrel eating honky. Mm. Uh, one, ah. one who showers with a washcloth, white. Mm. Like, I like that simple one. Masonic Greek says white. A uh, white guy who owns a whole camouf- camouflage suit and has a Confederate flag tattoo. Yeah. Cheese fondue eating card memory carrier of the NRA. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one, one, oh, those guys. One of those guys in Caroline Poltergeist white. Mm. Oh man! All right, yeah. So uh, the correct answer is white. Everybody oh, got that one right. You one for one. Yeah, Jerry Lee uh, Fulcher. That was a pretty, pretty white dude there. All right, let's. Um, this is just more of a general question. Uh, we talked about this on the show Thursday, but um, this guy Tore, he writes about like blackness. He wrote a book called "Who's Afraid of Post Blackness?" Word, and uh, he said that. Um, America will never have, there will never be another black America's basketball, like team, football, basketball, any sport. And he went on to cite some old teams like uh, Pittsburgh Pirates of the 70s, Magic Johnson's Lakers. Uh, I was just going to get your thoughts on that. Do you think, what do you think about the concept of black America having a team and. Like the Raiders or somebody like that? Yeah, like, or like, do you think that's a thing that used to be and we'll never have it again? Or do you think, yeah, like, what do you think about that? I don't know. I think, um, you know, I, th- I can think of some teams that a lot of black people favored, like Chicago when Michael Jordan was there. And, you know, to some extent, there were some LeBron followers just because of that. You know, they could make Chicago, I mean, Cleveland their team at that time uh, because LeBron was there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't I don't know. I think the this whole thing about internationalizing sports, you mm-hmm. know, is um, 
it, it really is going to weaken the, that, that it's going to strengthen the appeal across the, the globe, but it will weaken the, that uh, identity appeal that I think uh, used to be there. So, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought that was a weird thing because I didn't really, like, he was giving, like, I think he was saying, like, the last uh, black America team was, like, uh, you know, uh, L.A. and stuff like that. But yeah. I I don't know, man. I don't, I think maybe we have so much diversity now yeah. in sports that, yeah. you know, yeah. no one's going to identify with that. And, I'm, yeah. you know, I think also you almost need the white man, quote, unquote, to be the establishment for us to feel like. This is a black American team. They fighting against a man. Like I don't know in the last time I felt like that watching any sport. Right. Was. True. Yeah. Um, apparently, Chris Brown, R and B singer mm. and woman abuser, um, got in a fight with Drake. Yeah, I heard about that yesterday. I don't know the details on it. Yeah. Well, Drake is a you know a rapper. Yeah. Uh, one of the the new style rappers, I guess. Uh, you, I guess they call it rap, man. I. He's not. He doesn't really make my type of music. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, like I think for someone to be a, a rapper, um, they they need to make uh, like like I couldn't picture any of the rappers I grew up with making a song like like this one right here. This is him doing all the vocals, by the way, okay. in his in his rap. Your face. That sound like some Sade or some shit. Yeah, he's soft. Now my dad has heard twenty seconds of Drake. Little elevator. And come to the conclusion, (laughs) the same conclusion that every red-blooded American should come to is that dude is soft. Well, apparently he got in a fight with Chris Brown in the club, and the entourage started throwing bottles and stuff in the club. I can explain it. I can explain it. Chris Brown, Rihanna, man, woman. Chris Brown, Drake. Man, <laughs> Chris Brown is a woman beater, and this just continues to long. Uh, Beat up another woman. Uh, so a woman uh, claims she suffered a gash on her arm that required twelve stitches mm. after she was caught up in the Chris Brown Drake fight. Uh, uh, she's hired a lawyer and plans to sue. Oh, surprise! Surprise! Been just throwing no bottles at the club. Javier Solano, a lawyer representing a woman named Lucy Pavlovsky. Mm. Um. Tells what is that Polish name or something? Yes, Polish. Yeah. Okay. I wonder how many doctors it took to stitch up those uh, arms. Mm. Probably like twelve. Mm. Oh yeah. Like they, one, yeah. one, one, uh, thirteen probably because it's twelve stitches. So like one to hold yeah. the arm, yeah. and twelve to put the stitches in individually. Get that money. Um, (laughs) he says uh lucy ducked down when the bottle started flying and didn't notice her arm was cut and gushing blood in her words until she made her way out the club solano says lucy took a cab to the nearest hospital got a total of 12 stitches to close up two cuts on her arm and also got a tetanus shot um i wonder how much she's suing for it sounds like maybe a thousand dollars should take care of all that Mm. Uh, she got, she got <laughs> a she, little bit more than that. Medical bills are expensive. She got a total of twelve stitches, close up, uh, two cuts of the close up, two cuts on her arms. According to Solano, Lucy was interviewed by the NYPD officers on Friday, who said they were gathering evidence for a possible criminal complaint. Um, so you're gonna be looking to put Drake in jail. She got scratched by Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with a with a clip on press on that. He was doing that windmill yeah. swing. Yeah, the windmill <laughs> swing. The cat fight. <laughs> yeah. 
they said the lawsuit would be against would be against the club but hinted that drake or chris brown could be included saying at this moment we're exploring all options on who will become a defendant mm-hmm. and added i assure you that regardless of fame money or stature the people responsible will be held accountable uh i would add to that especially because of fame money and stature of course now here is uh more with this fight apparently it's starting to have its effects on on the on the actual real world um Tony Parker, oh, got met, got caught in the middle of this melee. Um, he should sue. Nobody else does. Let me see if I can play the audio for this. He got wounded. Tony didn't Parker, he? who will marshal mm-hmm. the French team at the Summer Olympics in London, will be out of action for seven days after suffering an eye injury when a fight broke out in a New York nightclub. Three-time NBA champion said he got some shards of glass in his left eye during the incident yes, on Wednesday. "Quote: I was there with a bunch of friends when a fight broke out. They started to throw bottles about. I got it all." Parker says the injury again will not prevent him from competing as well it at will the Olympics compete. in any way. <laughs> I will compete with the glass in my eye. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like he was in the club with Chris Brown and uh Yeah, they cutting a monkey and, and and I think the problem that I have with the whole situation, I bet you it wasn't either one of them. It was both of them with them forty five niggas they was rolling with mm-hmm. them to start all right, the bullshit exactly, in the first right. place. Like honestly, if they probably would have met face to face, the fight probably never would have popped off. Right. Yeah. Entourages are the worst, man. Like they make everybody think they're tough. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, at the end of the day, most people are punks anyway. Mm-hmm. And you hear that kind of music that they're making. Like, those dudes are not oh, tear the club up thugs. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me uh, turn the volume down. But, um. Play more of that Drake, man. I was just getting excited. My nipples was getting hard. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting so crazy. I'm getting right now, now. Like, come on, man. That's and, and like people be defending them and stuff. Like I, I could kind of understand the look, the like the kids defending them because that's like they they do. Yeah. But like grown men listen to that dude. Like, how do you listen to that in the car by yourself? Mm. Like, I think if you Unless listen to that, to cry. You need to have a woman with you at all times know, if you right? like that music. Yeah, have your windows up. Yeah, so nobody can hear. It. You pull up beside some dude like with some rims. <laughs> you know. Things are getting kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Scratching your head. 911 operators in Connecticut community getting an emergency call for cold cuts. A customer at a sandwich shop apparently didn't like the way workers were making his meal. So he called police. He ordered in the phone 14 sandwiches, but he said to put less, a little bit less meat, but extra, extra cheese. What I did. Mm. First of all, guess the race. Good grief. A mm. little bit of meat, extra, extra cheese. Mm. I think we all know <clears throat> who loves cheese in this country. Mm-hmm. Baby, they saying the sound is low. Oh, it's loud. It's low. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see, cause I think the report is kind of low. Let me see what I can do. Um, Not a to. There you go. The East Hartford dispatcher used to getting calls about fires and fallen trees. Now getting a call about too much meat, not enough cheese. because you don't like the way that they're making your sandwich. Exactly. Tylon Covert is the 911 caller's neighbor. He says it's not the first time he's called police to report something not to his liking. I the police on me, too. He said I tried to, uh, our building is brick. 
He said I tried to uh, burn the building down, you know, with a grill like that. <laughs> <laughs> Plating cheese connoisseur has a soft, doughy side. I think the customer realized how wrong he was, so this morning he called in to apologize, and he said uh, he's he going to come back, but not anytime soon, but he will be back. But tough Tila. That's what Arnold said. <laughs> right. Arnold Schwarzenegger said. That could be a threat. Yep. Daily, put the water in. You better come and pick it up and pay for it. <laughs> and not call 911. Right, and not call 911. Obviously, the story elicits a chuckle or two or a head scratch or two. But on a more serious note, police do remind everyone, never use 911 unless you are calling for a true emergency. It is not clear at this point if the caller will face face. I always like when they do that at the uh, end was like, even though we got some good laughs, uh, let's not call 911 people. All right. It's a waste of time. Um, but, yeah, they don't have a picture of the dude, so I don't know his race, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Come on. Just guessing, man. Are we, are we going to play it? No, nah, I'm not going to play guess the race of that one. We're going to play guess the race of this one. I got a picture. Ooh. Um, a man was arrested for the fourth time for having sex with a teddy bear in public. Oh, Lord. Charles Marshall, 28, received a citation on Wednesday for masturbating with a stuffed animal in an alley near Elm Street Health Clinic in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, this is his fourth occasion since 2010 that the man has been arrested for pleasuring himself with a teddy bear. With a play teddy bear. <laughs> More like a titty bear. <laughs> Mar- Marshall received a citation for disorderly conduct in the most recent incident. Employees at the health clinic noticed Marshall in an alley gagging for a, gag- engaging in a sex act with himself. They reported the situation to police. Marshall was found using a stuffed animal to masturbate. I like how they've said that about five different ways in this story. Well, I mean, I mean, how, how, how big, do you? How big was the damn animal? That's yeah, my, my thing is, how do you, how do you, what do you do with it? They ain't got no pre-cut holes. I'm confused. Uh, for similar incidents in the past, Marshall served short stints in jail and paid small fines, according to uh, the Smoking Gun, who reported damn. this. He's got some mental problems for real. Oh, yeah. teddy bear. Well, I mean, what did the teddy bear have on, Karen? Yeah, I mean, that's a good. I don't point. know. You know what stuffing wasn't made out of? Oh, right. Okay. Have you ever mm. seen? Uh, you ever seen Teddy Ruxpin walking around prancing in that? Cute bow tie. Mm-hmm. Did he have? Did the bear have an ascot on? Yeah, that's a good question. You just gonna sit here all was, night? Was the bear asking for it? You gonna oh. sit here all night with me buying you drinks and you telling me stories, I Teddy know, Ruxpin? Right. I know, and I bet you, oh, the cute button eyes was just such a turn on. <laughs> right. What are you doing telling me stories before bedtime? You already in the bedroom with me. You know what oh, this was? Oh shit! You think it was a build the bear baby? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was arrested in February 2010 after people at a public library contacted the authorities about oh, marshall the library man i guess they couldn't bear it yeah. witness <laughs> but that bear took it though witness the uh, witnesses there said the man had been masturbating with a stuffed animal in the men's bathroom oh. uh and marshall told a Mar- uh, judge told marshall to stay away from all public libraries um in 2010 from teddy bears too <laughs> you can you can go to uh towards our rest but not not the mm, library don't use that down to self yeah uh, later in 2010, he was, he was arrested for having sex with a teddy bear a second time. <laughs> well, maybe they in love, man. I know, right? Uh, an officer wrote on the police report that Marshall's public indecency was with a teddy bear and has been an ongoing problem. I wonder if it's the same damn bear. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. I don't know. Did, 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 what, did the bear try, ever try to break it off with him? I don't right? understand. Maybe that's what happened. You know, maybe the bear <laughs> tried to call it off. Well, they do call uh, gay dudes bears. You well, know, maybe he got yeah. confused. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's a new one for me. So maybe this is just another hey, version of gay hey, marriage. Hey, 
Oh, okay. Um, Harry dudes. <laughs> mm. uh, the the third occasion he was found pleasuring himself with a toy bear was August 2011. He was arrested for the incident after witnesses called authorities. Police said he was masturbating with a stuffed animal in a place where minors were likely present. Oh, oh, he couldn't even do it in the privacy of his own home. And he must have been like Chuck E. Cheese or something. Yeah, what? Oh, he got to let everybody know about their sexual relationship, don't he? It's unclear whether he used the same teddy bear on each occasion. Guess the race of uh, Mr. Think he Marshall. Did. Uh, Dad, you want to guess his race? Um, I'm going to have to say, uh, dude screwing a bear is crazy. It's going to have to be a brother, probably about 30, <laughs> 28, 30 years old, something like that. A black dude, okay. Yeah, Let's check the chat room and see. Homeless face-eating black guy, mayonnaise-colored pink nipple, hairy back, sister, fucking, uh, I'm not going to say crack apart. Come on, man. Uh, that's, that's, that's so racist. He's, he's crazy, man. Whoever it is, it's crazy. He a Negro by the name. Um, what's, his, what's his name again? Uh, let me see what his name was one more time. His name was uh, Charles Marshall. He's 38. That sounds like a brother. Oh, he's 38. That's yeah. That's to be like in his late 20s and just hadn't been killed yet, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, nah, that's Eminem's uncle, so I guess okay. that means white. Okay. Uh, correct answer is black. Oh, man. It was a black man. He's a brother. Having sex with this thing. Well, he's not a brother, but he's black. Now, uh, here is a woman who is uh, needs a boob job. Don't look. Don't look. Don't guess the right I'm not looking. All right. Uh, Lacey Wild, 44, has undergone 12 breast enlargements. White. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, now, apparently, she's prepared uh, to, to go under another one that will make her have a size triple M breast. Like size triple M. I didn't even know they made them Damn, that big. It's triple M. What's a, what the hell is a triple M? You have a wheelbarrow in front of you. Just put them in there and roll down the street. <laughs> Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's in a car with two booze over the, hanging over the, 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 Damn, the, the mirrors and everything. Yeah. Um, her children will say her huge boobs are embarrassing and want her to stop risking her health. But glamour model Lacey um, doesn't look too glamorous to me. Like one of those people how, that. How can you walk with boobs that big? Like you know how like women will get a certain amount of like face surgery and stuff to where like their lips look like ducks. Yeah. Like she has the duck lips and everything. Like I don't know. Like I think you have to be like a, a '80s stock exchange dude that does coke to like be attracted to this kind of woman. Yeah. Like there's a certain lifestyle. It's like I I got a portion. I got when these duck lip big titty women. That's well, what I'm into. Yeah, you gotta be like. I don't know, 38, into teddy bear, right. shit like that. Right, you can't be you, into having sex with what, actual what, women. Well, then does her breast drive the, the steering wheel? Because uh, her hands obviously can't reach it. There can't be any firmness to that either. You know, you just like touching it, just... <laughs> 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 I bet you they probably hard as a baseball bat. Her real her real name, Lacey's real name is Paula Simmons, says that she wants to have the opportunity to give her kids a better life. Oh, She said, if I have triple M implants... As opposed to whatever she has now, right? Uh, it will take me to the top five big-breasted models in the world. Mm. Oh, she's a model. Yeah, it will increase my fame and earning power considerably. I want to make the most of this opportunity to give my kids a good lifestyle. I want to provide for them and pay for a college education so that they have opportunities I didn't have. Um, my, she's a mom. She's twenty-seven. Uh, she's a mom to five kids. Oh, wait, six kids. Mm. Ivy, who's twenty-seven. 
Silas, who's 24. Tori, who's 16. So this lady got to be in her 40s or 50s then. Michael, 15. Brandon, 10. And Gen- Genevieve, 5. And crazy. How would you love? Wouldn't you love to be her kids having to go to school every day with this I is your mom? Oh, my goodness. Uh, we're going to have parent-teacher day. So, uh, that's all right. I'm just going to take the zero. Yeah. <laughs> Was that? Uh, let's have your, uh, we're going to have the career day and parents going to come in and tell, nah, no. you know what? F. Yeah, just give me, just the, give F. me the F now. Yeah. Um, since splitting with her long-term boyfriend Manny. Oh, uh, she had a boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, she said I used to be a showgirl in Vegas when I was younger. I loved the limelight. Lacey was who was married in her twenties. Uh, that's what she said when she was married in twenty. When I had my kids, I decided to focus on my family, become a stay-at-home mom. Now I need to support us, so I went back to my career as a big-breasted model. Mm. I like how that's a career. Mm. Like, I have big titties, and it's, it's my job. Yeah. Yeah, people to pay for them. So now she appears in films, TV shows, and advertisers that has thousands of online fans. Uh, but Lacey's children are worried about the triple M implants that they will cause terrible side effects like stretching, tearing, or even a deadly infection. Mm. Tori, 16, says, I don't want my mom to have her boobs made any bigger. I think she isn't really thinking about our opinions. What if she dies? Is she taking that into consideration? What yeah, are, she won't be the, doing nobody no good. What are the kids' names again? Tori. Uh, hold on, let me go back. Ivory. Tori, Ivy, Silas, Michael, Brandon, and Genevieve. All uh, right, white. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I think she doesn't really have... Uh, oh, wait, let's see. I've stopped wearing a bra so my skin can has time to stretch, oh. says Lacey. I stopped... What? Isn't that a... That's a thing now that, like... You had like that might be a sign your body is like enough with these titties, okay? You need to unbra yourself so you can stretch. Like if you had a mole in the middle of your back, you just stretch it till it's all the way out on the side. <laughs> right. Of your arms. Oh, wow. She says I'm also trying to lose weight. I went on a liquid diet, vitamin B12 shots, and apples for a while. Uh, she's no stranger to that. Sounds like a horse. That sounds like what you give horses. Yeah, right. B12 <laughs> shots and apples and liquid you, diet. We need you to run in this Kentucky Derby thing. <laughs> Eat this shit up. Hey, um, the, the, her doctor, Dr. Alberto Gallarani, has warned Lacey she should not have any more boob jobs. Oh, he, if the money's right, she'll, right, she'll get somebody. Right. To Man, these doctors are scumbags. I'm warning you, but give me that money. You're right. She, she shouldn't have it done unless she's going to pay me. Now, you know it's not covered by insurance, so she's somehow getting some money to pay for she, it. Yeah, yeah, she got all these fans. I'm pretty sure oh, she probably oh, got on fans, site, yeah. on, you know, like, yeah. like the, all that stuff. He said the skin around her breast is extremely thin, and it would be too much too dangerous for her to undergo more surgery. Mm. I would advise she reconsider, seek help for her surgery obsession now that I've made all my money. Mm. Of course. <laughs> uh, she says, I know Tori get, probably gets teased at school about me. All the boys she knows want to be my friend on Facebook. Mm. But whenever the kids bring friends home, they see I'm really cool, like a normal mom. Yeah. With big titties. Right. Yeah. Until they go home and jack off to that. Mm. When I'm not acting or modeling, I'm just like anybody else that's crazy and obsessed with surgery. So my dad says white. Let's check the chat room. Um, let's see. Secretary of the Klan. <laughs> Um, big Ang, big Ange from the Mob Wives. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, failed vivid porn star, Real Housewives of Beverly Hill reject white. Mm. Uh, able to catch a cab, white. I like that noble. That's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's uh, she's white. Everybody knew that one, man. You, one. you can get on the cab in the cab, but you got to put them titties in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> get are, are those carry on? Uh, no, right. Um, yes. I just thought this was funny. It's not guess the race, but apparently they're making deep fried breakfast cereal now. 
at the fair breakfast cereal yeah there's deep fried uh tricks deep fried uh cinnamon toast crunch cereals <gasps> like they would deep fry anything man last year was deep fried kool-aid but kool-aid yeah it took it to the next level yeah, with deep fried deep cereal fried. deep fried ice cream i've heard of that before twix yeah how do you keep the stuff uh you know crazy man i thought this story was just funny man um I heard something about a bacon sundae or something. Yeah, there's bacon ice cream they're yeah. going to start selling at Burger King. King. Yeah. Mm. Like, what is it? I like bacon, but mm-mm. Like, at this point, they're not, ice they're not even pretending anymore. No, right. It's like, put the bacon in everything. We know fat is addictive. Somebody will get it. Somebody will buy it. Like, I remember KFC made the double somebody down, did. and I opted out. I was like, nope. Too, it's too blatant. I yep. seen a picture on Twitter where somebody was proud of it. Yes, people are buying it. Yep. Um, I just thought this was funny, man. Um, apparently a um hypnotist was doing a show at a private girls high school yeah um and he was uh, i guess he was young and he was doing a mass hypnosis on several students and uh he he he, they got stuck in the hypnosis and he had to call his mentor to snap him out of it yep i can't wake him up (laughs) he won't wake up why do you think that was a smart idea i don't know like i don't know he's like bark like a dog all right, everyone wake up, and the people are still barking. Like, I, it was just funny to me that <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't get He's the like, people out. Like, I need backup. I need backup. <laughs> hey, man, what are you doing right now? I'm just saying, <laughs> just chilling, watching the game. Uh, you think you could come out of school and um help me, help me get these people out of the hypnosis? I got them in a trance over here. I don't know what to do. What did you say I need to do with? Uh, it says it happened at the end of a school year event last week. Uh, he was hired to ha- stage a hypnotism show for a small group of 12 to 13 year old girls. He worked on the small group while others watched the show. When it came time to end the event, several girls in the audience remained mesmerized and couldn't snap out of it. I hope these kids are just fucking with him. That would be right. hilarious. Right. <laughs> oh, that would, that would be on, really man. messed up if they was. Oh man. Um, he said it wasn't dangerous. Uh, they yeah. were being in a trance is a state of well-being. I do explain. It wasn't stressed. I knew they would get out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. But you had to call your your mentor, right. Richard Whitbread, Plus to uh, was, get them out. They were still taking their clothes off, and I just didn't know how to get them to stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were 13 years old. <laughs> uh, speaking of Father's Day, man, this, this has been making the rounds. Apparently, mm-hmm. there was a father who was like a... Um, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, the sheriff's deputies were called around 3:45 p.m. Saturday after a father witnessed a 47-year-old Gonzalez man molesting his four-year-old daughter in a detached barn. Oh, like it, like he was working out there with his daughter, and she like got lost for a little bit, like ran behind a barn. He went to go look for, her and he saw this dude uh, 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 sexually assaulting his daughter. So. I like- I like this guy. He attempted to stop the man That's from right. sexually assaulting his daughter and physically struck him in the head several times, killing him. That's right. I like him. Uh, it is unknown how the men were acquainted. The Gonzalez man was declared dead at the scene. Good. Uh, he, he got what he deserved big time, says Sonny Jain, uh Shiner native. Uh, Jain, uh and friend of Mark and friend Mark Harabis were among a handful of people Sunday at Howard's convenience store in Shiner who discussed the community's reaction to the homicide. I agree with him totally, Harris said. I would probably do worse. The family will have to deal with that for the rest of their lives. No matter what happens to the father, even if they let him go, he and his child have to deal with that for the rest of their lives. That's right. Howard convenience store is a popular Shiner hangout where it sells beer, bait, and ammo. 
Uh, owner uh, Howard Glore said Saturday's incident was a hot topic of discussion through the weekend. I'm like, all these people just go hang out at the convenience store. They probably do. You know, it's probably like a one uh, stoplight town. Yeah. Let's go to Piggly Wiggly and talk about that, that, that child abuse murder thing. He, he got what he deserved, man. Anybody molest a child or anybody really, they need wow. to have it. Right. Unless they can put out a hit R&B CD. That's I right. told you, a play sports real good. Right. Them the only two things. Other than that. A dance. That's it. Everybody wants to know who it is. Everybody's very curious about it. A lot of people have said that he got what's coming to him. And that being the consensus, they've been supportive of doing what's needed to be done to take care of the problem. Um, it was uh, Marlene Jack says, I was shocked. I didn't like what the father did, but I, if I saw it happen, I would have probably done the same thing. Yep. I think that father was justified. Amen. Even Marlene knows what's up. So the whole community is coming to rally around this man. Um, I wonder if, if they're even going to be able to convict him. Like, no jury yeah, there that, that is going to convict that yeah, dude. You, you would have to move that out of town, yeah. out of state or something. And then you would be like the worst prosecutor ever because right. you... Like, how, where are you going to go shop and get your gas at? Right. You better not be at, uh, at this, at Shiner's, uh, whatever this, uh, place is. They'll probably give him a slap on the wrist or something, but. Well, no one's been arrested yet. Yeah, the precedent that it might set, though, is like, you know, if you, somebody molests your child, you go kill him, you know? Right. When, yeah, when, that's a little bit dangerous. And I, and I think for the fact that he was seen in the act made a big yeah, difference. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, All right, back to guess the race, guys. Let's shoot his ass. A Brevard County, uh-huh. a Brevard, a Brevard County man is accused of swimming naked with an eleven-year-old child and locking a nurse in a bedroom of his home. What is this? Uh, the pedophile week? I don't know. It's Father's Day, Karen. Jurgen Heinricher, thirty, mm. guess the race. Jurgen is hot. Is charged. We use some Jurgens. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh man. <laughs> He's charged with lewd and lascivious behavior involving a minor younger than 16, false imprisonment, battery on a healthcare official. Oh, and battery on a healthcare official. Officials said that they were called to a home uh, Saturday to investigate at about 1 p.m. Hein Richard was originally home alone with, the t- with two children who belonged to his girlfriend. What is that sound coming from? I don't know what that's from. Did something start on his own? Yeah, that was weird. Anyway, um, so he was originally at home with the two children and um, by himself, apparently. And see, this Mm -hmm. is why I am not big on... I'm glad I don't got no kids. I'm not big on just random people watching my kids and being around my kids and shit like that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, The two children belonged to his girlfriend that he had recently met online. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I need. I'm looking for a woman that's got a couple of children. I'm just. Yeah, I'm like Roger. If you volunteer to be around my kids, something mm, wrong. That's right. Yeah, and he was naked in the pool while his girlfriend's 11 year old was swimming. She oh, was clothed. Oh lord. Uh, police said a nurse in, arrived at the home for an appointment to treat Heinrich for an ongoing medical condition and found him nude. Called crazy. According to the officers, Heinrich had grabbed the nurse's arm and attempted to pull her into a bedroom. He locked the front door with the, when the nurse resisted. He was taken to Brevard County Jail, being held on one hundred and ten thousand dollars bail. Uh, he is not to have any contact with anyone at age eighteen, according to a judge or a nurse. Yeah, guess the race of Jurgen Heinricher. Jurgen is a German. All right, so going with white. White German Heinricher. Let's see what uh, the people in the chat room had to say for the race of Jurgen Heinricher. Wow. Uh. Let's see, um, Snitzel Smuggler. 
Schnitzel. Assuming that's white. <laughs> Total Nazi. That's, uh, that sounds pretty white to me. Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Goose stepping white. Goose stepping white. Nice. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a good. One. They are killing these German. They're killing these German. But yeah, the correct answer is white. So oh, you guys all got that right. Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, that's that's just insane that uh that you would meet somebody like that. Um and of course it happened in Florida. Oh, oh Florida. Uh, but you would meet somebody like that and, and, and just let them be around your kids so so quickly, yeah, man. A lot of people are really into that. I, I don't believe in opening up your children to just anybody because most, pe- most children are uh, abused by people who have the access to them. Uh, another parenting uh, one that I'll go over real quickly. Apparently, um, Barry LaPrell Gilton and Lupe. Mercado watched oh. dismayed and helpless as a 17-year-old daughter was lured away from home by a known Compton gang member who wound up as her pimp. Oh. Oh, my. The couple tried to persuade the teenager to break ties of 22-year-old Calvin Sneed. They sought help from law enforcement to no avail and later added the girl to several missing and exploited children registries, according to their lawyers. And that's, their lawyers said, was where they left it. Hmm. Prosecutors contend they did far more. In a criminal complaint that has stunned the couple's friends and relatives, the San Francisco District Attorney's Office said Gilton and Mercado plotted to kill Sneed. Wow. One, one attempt on the night of May 27th um, failed. A second, not far from the couple's home in San Francisco, succeeded. Mm. So they killed that pimp. Oh. Sneed's official, uh, maybe, maybe he was fucking with the parents from Taken. Like, that was... Sound like something from a movie. <laughs> like, oh, right. I have a special set of shields. And I will use them, sir. <laughs> Me and my wife both. Yeah. Uh, Sneed, uh, official said, uh, was gunned down in his car on June 4th at 2 a.m. by Gilton, who allegedly fired a 40 caliber weapon Ooh. from a silver Mercedes Benz SUV. We have substantial evidence to believe that this is a premeditated event, said District Attorney. They was watching his ass. George Gaskin. Leave my children alone. I could, you know what? I could not be a District Attorney for something like this because I just wouldn't prosecute it. Yeah. Like, so he was pimping your daughter and you killed him. Good. <laughs> let's, let's work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck this dude. <laughs> He's pimping 17 year olds. Why are we going to act like uh, this dude needs to be protected? Anyway, that's why I won't be a prosecutor, I guess. Or a parent. Yeah, that too, because I had to kill this dude too. Uh, all right, last story for guess the race. Uh, from most people, uh, that for most people, their bucket list consists of grandiose dreams, ideas of one day skiing the Swiss Alps or climbing Mount Everest, maybe even swimming with the great white sharks off the Australian coast. Mm. But according to the Mentor Police, the bucket list of a Cleveland man arrested on Tuesday night consisted of something far less dramatic. He received. He wanted to receive a manicure and pedicure. Oh. Uh-oh. You ever got a Manny Petty dad? Uh, let's, no, I have not. I, I have. They're the best things I ever. I haven't gotten either one of them. I just have this thing about people touching my feet and shit, you mm. know, rubbing on my legs. I, I do. How do they get all that stuff off your feet, all that dead skin? It's the best. You know who I think probably got one before? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you get them bi-weekly. Oh, what you talking about? Oh, yeah. I, I bet you he get the, um... Double, triple M's. The, 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 <laughs> the, the cucumber facial. Um, yeah. You know, the seaweed body wrap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely had some many petty work done for sure. Um, authorities responded, uh, according to a police report, or why else would we be reading this, right? 
On the alleged incident, the 43-year-old Charles Swinney of Cleveland, guess the race, was arrested the evening of June 12th after he took his dreams of receiving a manic pedicure a bit too far. Mm. Uh-oh. Um, they, they received a call, from the police did, at 7.02 p.m. that a man was out of control in the store. According to the report, Sweeney had walked into a nail salon and asked for a mani-pedi, offering $100 for the service. Mm. That's a lot. Well, that seems like everything's going fine so far. Mm. Now, where, the, where the hell he going? You he get a mani and petty for like $45, sometimes was, cheaper than I think that. He wanted a happy ending or two or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was told by employees at the location that they would not be able to assist him because the salon was set to close shortly. Mm. Reports stated that Sweeney then came upset and offered three hundred dollars for oh. the mani pedi oh claiming that receiving nail treatment was on his bucket list and he wanted his nails done that day mm. well damn maybe he's gonna kill himself or something um, was it that important when, he's like i know today is the day i die and i need it done when police arrived tr- they, they tried to get sweeney to uh leave the location peacefully but a brief struggle ensued sweeney was taken uh into custody and charged with inducing panic resisting arrest and disorderly conduct during the incident sweeney was held uh was holding a large amount of cash in his left hand according to police he was carrying a bag that he claimed had ten thousand dollars inside he robbed somebody <laughs> to get a mani petty ten thousand dollars feet must have smelled bad or something i don't know why somebody would i would have taken yeah. that three hundred dollars maybe he was homeless or something mm. maybe something yeah something was up that they didn't want to see that dude no feet. who carries ten thousand dollars in cash that's the question he told officers following his arrest that he was on a mission to accomplish several items several items off his bucket list that day he also told police that he had been drinking at a local bar prior to their yeah, arrest he definitely been drinking <laughs> something yeah. He informed officers that he had consumed 12 alcoholic beverages. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Prior to making his way over to the nail salon. You know you're drunk when you tell the cops how drunk you are. And I took me some bath salts. Right. <laughs> like, that's the next level of drunk. Like, I never want to be that drunk when the cops are talking to you. Like, yes, officer, I had 12 rums and Cokes. Know, what right? of it? <laughs> and they were all delicious. And I ain't drunk. <laughs> yeah. I don't see what this has to do with anything. Mm-mm. Why uh, are you arresting me again? Uh, he was found guilty of inducing panic, resisting arrest, disorderly conduct charges dropped. Uh, he got a two-day jail sentence for which he is credited for time served and was fined $1,750 plus court costs. Hmm. So I guess out of that $10,000, it's not too bad. He lost yeah. 20% of it. Yeah. Guess the race of Charles Swinney, Dad. I'm guessing it's a brother, man. All right. Got a black man. Let's see what the chat room says. Uh, he was, uh, well, no, that's not a race. Drunk off Moscato listening to Sweet Melodies of Aubrey Drake Graham. I hmm. think... That's like dress the, that's like guess the sexual preference. <laughs> um, Dan Gilbert's cousin, so that's white. Uh, teddy bear fucker, I believe that. <laughs> that's black. Um, all right, yeah, the correct answer was white. It was white a guy. white man. Oh, okay. All right, last story of the day: man attacked with samurai sword in his home. Oh. Had to talk about this sword ratchetness, man. Oh, yes, I know. You know, you said last episode we didn't have anything Thursday. I think something happened. You. Mm. Yeah, I don't ever think we go a day where we saw it free. I don't think so either. I think there's always since you guys brought it to my attention, I'm always looking like, damn, he's in a sword saying robbed a piece of place, and damn, he had a sword too. <laughs> right? <laughs> People don't pay it no attention because everybody's um, looks at the guns. Yep. But yeah, we need some type of legislation. Um, the man, 65 years old, had oh. the sword on display in his living room, mm. and he tried to scare off the youths in his garden uh, in in Barking Road, East Ham. 
but it is thought that two of them got inside the house and in the confrontation the man was stabbed mm. the victim is in stable condition with multiple stab wounds following the incident at uh one thirty british standard time on saturday a scotland yard spokesman said uh-huh. the victim awoke to noises outside his bedroom window and saw three youths in the front garden he shouted at the youths to scare them off he then took the sword that he had on display in his living room and returned to a window and waved Aww. it at the youths <laughs> moments later he returned to look out his bedroom window again and saw no one outside he walked into his bedroom to find out that two of the youths were standing on his landing during the incident the man suffered several stab wounds and is now in an East London hospital, police said the sword has not been found and have appealed for anyone with information to come mm. forward. And this is another reason why people shouldn't be owning these damn swords. Yep. You don't even know how to use them. You got a sword and it got used on you, old man. Mm. The hell is wrong with you? Mm. Weak. This game is weak. Yeah, he didn't even, even old man strength couldn't save him from a sword. Aww. Sword's better than old man strength. All right, man, it's been another episode of the Black Out Test Podcast. Uh, thank you, Dad, for coming by. Hey, my pleasure. Yes, sir. My thank pleasure. you. We appreciate it. A lot of people are looking forward to this. Yeah. Um, we always get, you know, a lot of questions and stuff like that. Um, of course, uh, you know where to find us, theblackouttips.com. Donate, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow us on Facebook. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Share us on Stitcher and all that good stuff. Um, make sure that you're, uh, joining our donate your account page. If not, you're a racist. Um, you can also <laughs> call the show uh, 704-557-0186 leave us a voicemail throughout the week talk to us live Saturday mornings email the show theblackouttips at gmail.com uh, this show is brought to you by shadowdollproductions.com and our page of audio plays uh, com slash tbgwt download some of our stuff listen to Karen cuss me out and also go to adamandeve.com and use the code tbgwt to get half off of any item in the store, free shipping, three free DVDs, and a free central gift that I can't even tell you about. Um, yes. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. And I wanted to remind everybody that this Wednesday we will be doing a spoiled movie review Wednesday at 9 o'clock. It's a show that me and Roderick do with me, Roderick, uh, Kristen Kev from Insanity Check, and Brandon from Where's My 40. Acres. We can be found on iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio. We're on Lips and no longer on Podomatic. So if you're on iTunes, please go and uh, rechange your RSS feed. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Tumblr, and the uh, Twitter address is at Spoiled Movie Pod. And we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Email the show at SpoiledMovieReviews at gmail.com. And don't forget to give us five-star reviews. We also um, have a Donate Your Account. It is uh, DonateYourAccount.com slash SpoiledMoviePod. And you can find um, everything you need to find out about Spoiled Movie Reviews at MovieTradersReview.net. All right, and uh, the show Twitter is TBGWT. All right, um, that's it for now. Uh, We'll talk to you guys Thursday. Um, So until next time, love you. Me too, baby.